Hello and welcome to another episode of the Early Morning Podcast. My name is at Vic underscore EMP and today's a special episode. It's episode 58. Um, we got this, you, you could describe him as homosexual, you could describe him as a Jewish looking guy that's also Hispanic. Um, you could also call him a comedian because that is what he does. But yeah, we have guest uh, Johnny Gonzalez in the house, man. How you doing, bro? Doing good, doing good. Pleasure to be here. Thank bro. you for coming, man. I mean, is this I've, good? Can you hear me? I hear you. Yeah, you're good. Your levels are chilling, you're man. Yeah, you're chilling, for sure, dude. For sure. Yeah, bro. Pleasure to be here. Of course, dude. I back mean, at it. Back at it. Yeah, this is his second appearance on EMP. Grab you a J, grab you a brew, grab you whatever it is you do. We got some Michelobes or some beers. It's fine, whatever it is. But yeah, bro. I mean, you were here. I, I think I said like five, six months ago last time. Um, it was. <laughs> and th- did you you enjoyed that episode, or did you enjoy it that? It was experience? great. It was great. Yeah, to be did. honest, probably like the best podcasting experience. Word, dude. And that might be, I think, our probably our top three episodes with view wise. So top three good. and likes. I checked today. I think that's the most likes. Top three, not bad. Yeah, dude, you're up there, yeah. bro. I mean, I think there's one that's competing with you. The next one is like 20 views. So. If you can surpass that on this one, dude. Shit. <laughs> no, I'm playing, bro. You know, like, the no. bar, the bar is set. We'll see. We'll see, dude, know. for sure. But man, okay, so you're you're a stand-up comedian, dude. Uh, we talked about you work at a skate shop, um, as yes. well. But bro, how has the past six months been? Not being able to do comedy, really, or stand-up, or get um, on stage. Um, it's been, it's been difficult, really, because just getting comfortable you know Mm -hmm. being i guess just a regular civilian (laughs) that's how you feel not being able to get a mic in your hand yeah just not i'm not an artist Mm -hmm. at that point i'm just i just work at the mall yeah that's how you i mean not really but that's what it seems like but that's just like i guess whittle it down to what it is um but yeah everything was fucked up you yeah. know everything was closed yeah um so no comedy clubs by you you could really go to really no, you couldn't no. you didn't have the chance to get on i think you said you were you were offered like a backyard show or something yeah okay so yeah no comedy clubs were open you know because due to covid yeah. and whatnot so the only really shows going on were open mic nights at like dudes backyards and <laughs> do were these like guys that managed clubs or what like were they just ran like, just random just comedians oh they really were con- just, okay yeah like i did this guy uh i did the don't fuck up the property open mic it was that the name of the show that was the name of the the show yeah okay. don't, don't fuck up the property open mic. i'm assuming that somebody did fuck up the property beforehand i mean i don't know i mean i, well, I don't know why you would name your show san bernardino Oh, they get wild out there. A lot already. of meth out there. Like a lot, dude. Say, have you been out there before? Like before the show? It's wild before, over there. Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm from the IE. I That's my right, name. dude. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny with is, the IE. That's right, dude. You know. I remember so you said that last episode. Uh, yeah, I grew up like I want to say like 10, 15 minutes away from San Bernardino. I'm so. tripping because, dude, Fontana, because Fontana at a like those areas is not really like. People from this part, I feel like, of the OC don't really go there that often. Like, honestly, like, they go there for... Right. The only times I've been out there snowboarding, uh, shooting, and to ride dirt bikes and quads. Like, that's really it, bro. Like, of I don't... Course. There's 
not to say that there's not much out there, but if you don't know about that area, you're like, mm. why the fuck would I, you know, take of the 415 course. or whatever? Like, it's a minute. You, for you, you came here for this, obviously, but, like, yeah, that's um, what I'm saying that we are aware of here. You know, know? I've heard something interesting. Uh, I heard, like, something crazy, like, 60% of, like, the population, like, doesn't, like, moves, like, within a 50-mile radius. I believe that for of, sure. Like, where they grew up and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so... And you, you've been here, though, like we said last last time you were on, you've been out here, like, several times for soccer and shit like that, so you're familiar with this area, but, dude, you dropped me over there, I have, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I feel like my sense of direction is, um, is up there, you know? <laughs> Mine is trash, best, dude. I know? could go someplace 20 times and never remember how to get there, to be honest, dude. I'm just bad, dude. If I take the directions on Apple Maps or whatever, I'll never... Dude, I've been going to Big Bear for five, six years, and I still need to turn it on every time. Right. It's shitty, dude, but... Damn, that shit must be like a fucking... A drive for you. It's not terrible, man. I like mean, what time do you wake up? To I'll wake up. Okay, so my ideal day. This is my ideal day of snowboarding. I'll just give it. I'll answer your question, even though you we didn't. We never ask. went, by the way. We yeah, we didn't. We were, supposed to, we're supposed to go. Fuck yeah, we were supposed to go. Yeah. Next season. Yeah, for sure. Next season, I'm down. Um, which, by the way, Mammoth is still open. That or Tahoe, Tahoe, I think is still open. Fuck, I think Mammoth is. We could go. We could still go. We can still go. We're trying to come. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk. Okay. Fuck, but um, I forgot what I was even saying about that, man. But, oh, how far? My ideal day of snowboarding. Okay, so. If I wake up at. Let me just say this. When I go to Big Bear, Snow Summit and all that shit, I wake up, like, at 6 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I live, like, honestly, like, maybe, like, an hour and a half away from the resort. That's as far it is for me, bro. You know. Yeah. Or may, maybe all right, if it's that if it's that far for you, maybe yeah, my shit's like maybe like 40 minutes. I was assuming 40 minutes. That's what maybe I thought like, you were going to say. Maybe like 30 to be honest. I don't know. It went from like half went from 90 minutes to like 30 <laughs> minutes. Okay, that's whatever, oh, bro. Fuck. Uh depending on traffic, you know. Okay. Depending on how long that line is at McDonald's. So see that's where that's why I'm gonna give you my ideal day. So everybody does it different, bro. Every time I go snowboarding with somebody, they have a different routine. Right. My routine, I get my shit ready for the day. Now, bro, I start packing a bag for an extra night. Cause I've gone I've gone up there so many times this last season and haven't been prepared to stay the the, the next night. But I have homies that have cabins or we got snowed in one time this year, shit. bro. Yeah, dude. So I just was like, dude, I need clothes and I, I like I need my shit, man, in case I'm gonna right. do that. So I start I started packing an extra bag, just bring it. It's nothing crazy, bro. It's just boxers, socks, whatever. The essentials. Uh, yeah, another pair of pants and a clean hoodie. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So I'll just like like a little drawstring bag, bring that, and uh, I'll bet I'll prepare it all the night before. Put my board in the car the night before, dude, hoping nobody breaks in. So I, I'm you know I'm chilling, and my uh, my what's it called shoe uh, my boots and all that. Wake up the morning. I mean, you said six. That's honestly, I'd wake up probably five forty-five, six. Okay, um, have a nice little session. Grab a, a snack, bro. Grab a snack. No traffic at that time. Nah, it's bro. For me, the traffic I get to starts at the two fifteen. To be honest, it starts at the two fifteen, and right when I get to Bear, right, it's like until then I'm fine. But then wake and bake before I leave of some of tobacco and then um uh drive roll a, uh, 
uh, roll your own yeah, tobacco a, a tobacco cigarette. joint. I'm not, I'm not a little spliff. <laughs> a, a, a cigarette, a tobacco cigarette, a legal cigarette, and uh, uh, what's it called? Mob up there, dude. Get there. Ideally, like I said before, fucking people are there. Get a good parking spot. Then I, I might partake in prescribed medicinal marijuana use. Have a <laughs> few. Your back pain from that drive. Because, dude, the back sitting, you know, I get achy, and then I'm going to be... That's a real thing. I'm not joking. My grandma was a bus driver growing up. Oh, for real? Yeah, Yeah, dude. When you're sitting on your ass for an hour and a half, two hours, bro, you need it. And then especially I'm going to be squatting, you know, hitting those turns, man. So... Um, yeah, you'd be hitting the butter, all the butter shit, you know. I don't know if I've showed you videos, but I do fucking love buttering. And tripod speaking of, we got two in here. Um, transsexual your GoPro and shit. <laughs> I don't have a GoPro though, though, but the homies do. But yeah, dude, just wake and bake when we get there. Cr- crush a few claws, bruise, go up, man. Hit, run a few laps, have lunch. The, the last few times I've been boarding, I've been the only one who like smokes and shit. So I gotta hit that wake that and bake sucks, by myself. That sucks, man. Everyone, really? Everyone's like, you know how? Cause you know you get there in the parking lot. Everyone's putting their gear on and shit. Everyone mm-hmm. gets ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boots, fucking. That part of that process jacket. isn't getting. That's part, but the, honestly, that's part of the whole like trip right there. It's Definitely just getting like that camaraderie of just in the parking lot. It's part of shit, the preparing for the chilling, day. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe drinking. Obviously, got to hit up the Seven Eleven, get a fucking three pack. Dude, I have homies that go hard, man. That they'll bring a freaking that Mike's harder or what? No. <laughs> Mike is hard, bro. But um, <laughs> no, dude, I had a homie that used to bring a two liter of Bombay. I had another homie that used to bring tequila yeah, handles, man. Fucking Wiz Khalifa up there, bro. That's crazy. You said that, dude. He loved Wiz. Lo- Wiz put him on the Bombay gin sapphire bro and he would drink that like that was his drink only to this day it's all he drinks bro um that gin he we were going i mean obviously this last season was covid dude and then we'll get back to like the comedy because i have so many questions about that and yeah of course we'll 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 get we'll definitely talk we have time dude we have time um i like talking about boarding because not i could talk about boarding all day dude about debt everything but it's funny the whole covid thing that you mentioned that this season was all covid and you had to like wear a little like a balaclav or a mask or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this was the first year I've ever done that. I you never ne- used I to wear shit? I would never wear anything. Oh, for real? I would just wear, and like, you go to goggles. Mammoth. You've been to Mammoth before. I've, I've been to Mammoth once. Uh, oh, my okay. first time. It was my first time. This like, season? In March, yeah. Word. How Dude, was that, best bro? fucking best snow I've ever experienced. It lived up to the hype? Lived up to the hype. Um, I was there for... I went boarding two days. Uh, there for three nights, two days. Or is it the other way around? Three days, two nights. I don't know. Two Any, nights, three days works. Yeah. You, you got there, boarded. Yeah, yeah, No, no. I got, got you. there. Did you board? Went to sleep. Oh, okay. Boarded. Went to sleep. Boarded. And boarded, you would have had to sleep again. Then went home. Okay, got so, you. Bo- oh, no, no. Boarded, slept, then went home. Got yeah, you. Right, right. Okay. Anywho. So, during uh, the first night... Uh, we went boarding and we went to sleep. When we went to sleep, it fucking snowed overnight. Yeah, bro. So it was all that fresh powder in the morning. And honestly, I don't, I don't want to go back to Mountain High anymore. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Sucks. Yeah, it's dude. like the worst uh, resort in California. But if if you could snowboard at Mountain High, you could snowboard anywhere. That's what it's literally true. Yeah, you could snowboard in your backyard said. if you can do that, man. I mean. 
That's what people say. Is that what, what's really close? That's the closest resort to you, right? Mount High? Closest one is Mount High. It's, I want to say, like, takes, like, 30 minutes to get From there. here, it's about 40. Yeah, right woods about like 40, 45 minutes. And you take like the back way. Or Dude, I don't me, even remember. The back way. Like, like you go to like to, towards Palmdale and all that shit. Prob- yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. man. I haven't been there in years, dude. I mean, it's it's been so long. But right. yeah, dude, I was going to say this. My homie, dude, that the guy that drinks the, the Bombay, bro, that's just obsessed. Mid-COVID, we'd get there. Like, this was, like I said, we'd get there early, man. We, we So my crew always would time to, you know smoke roll up you know have a few drinks or whatever and then go and we time it so like we'd get there right when it's opening you know like around nine and uh get your money's worth if i'm gonna spend that much money in a season pass i'm gonna go goddamn near every weekend you know what i'm saying like that really was how i did especially during covid what the fuck else was i gonna do you know it's not like i had plans to do shit Uh excuse me but this homie, bro, he would go walk around. He'd get a few a little drunk because he's just pulling on that shit at eight forty-five in the it's morning. Like, yeah, it's, like it's wild. It's wild, bro. The sun is still coming. Yeah, up. it would be hard for me to keep down like a Coors or a White Claw, honestly. And I, this guy's drinking the some people would say the most disgusting liquor there is. So yeah, he's drinking gin for breakfast. Gin is so dry gin for breakfast. Yeah, honestly, dude, he used to say like whiz Rolex, mo sex, bro. That's how he, uh, he really whiz put him. Okay. But, um, he'd be walking around the parking lot, offering cars shots. Like, yo, yo, you want, and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, are you crazy? People are there with their kids and shit. Well, they, they're like, number one, it's a global pandemic. And number two, why are you getting drunk off that this early? <laughs> like, I've mentioned that before. Like, people are like, this guy's insane. And dude, at the end of the day, obviously, he'd be covered in snow, barely making it down the mountain. But <laughs> that's what happens when you drink gin in the morning, man. Like, that's what, that's what, you can't expect anything else, to be honest, but. Now, that's what he would do, bro. I would rather have mimosas in the morning. I know? went with some girls that liked that. They did that. The, the they would. Mo- the they mo- went through two bottles of champagne, champagne and orange juice. Small, yeah. Old J. Some, yeah, some pulp. Some pulp. Yeah, I, I, I used to hate the pulp, but now I go with pulp, dude. Cause some pulp. Yeah, man. It, it's not bad. It's not bad, but I, I don't know. When you're a kid, you're like, this shit's disgusting. It's stuck in your teeth, roof of your mouth. But now it's like, right. I like the viscosity. I appreciate it. It's like from my... When I, you know, <laughs> you already know what I'm saying. So yeah, dude, it's a whole different experience. It's like a, it's like a different drink. It's like fuck. It's like a this? different sexuality almost. Yeah, yeah dude. Because as a kid, you're just used to Sunny D. And shit. Oh, dude, don't. You know. Yeah, that was my. Be fucking going. This be like in fourth grade, taking the little Sunny D. Popping that cap off that plastic cap. cap yeah, I know exactly what you're talking shit. about, dude. Yeah, dude, that was, was like a bottle full of sugar. In it was like it. you finish a game of hooping and you're like, oh, let me rehydrate with sugared orange juice you know fuck a gatorade or water sugared flavored tangerine water dude i used to play i used to play basketball on an actual team with this this guy this black kid dude who's a professional nfl player right now you made a team uh i think he's on the panthers jacksonville where's jacksonville fuck dude florida yeah he's in florida i'm pretty sure jacksonville jaguars jack is it the it's a Jaguar. It's Jags. God damn it, dude. Yeah, I'm going to look it, it up. No, I'm going to... I'm gonna t- it's I'm, Jags. His last name... It's Jags. No, 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 but I want to look where he's where he plays, okay. dude. Okay. Um, I'm tripping right now. I'm not rem- remembering his name, but dude, he used to come to our games with a Gatorade bottle full of Coca-Cola. His dad was a uh, Mr. Olympia in like the 90s, so he was like a 
block, big ass guy, dude. Dude, swole. swole. Not even swole, neck like a fire hydrant, you know, as broad <laughs> as this table, like crazy big guy. And the kid was tall. Oh basketball. My. Yes, this was basketball, but now he plays football. I'm tri- I can't, I don't know why. Uh, he, Amon Ra. Multi-sport. His name was Amon Ra. Multi-sport athlete. Oh yeah, dude. But he would drink a thing. Amon Raw. <laughs> yeah, you just that you just got like that. Yeah. Amon Raw. Amon Raw St. Brown. Okay. That's his first name, Amon Raw. Amon Raw. Like almond milk, but raw. A M O N. Amon Raw. Like the the I it, I remembered he, it from. What's his ethnicity? He's a black guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a black kid. Amon Raw St. Brown. Um, and from Anaheim Hill. Oh, Equinemius is his brother. That's the kid I'm talking about. Which he plays for Green Bay. He's a wide receiver at Green Bay. This kid used to drink a full 24 ounce of Coca Cola during an NJB uh, basketball game when we were 13 or 12 years old. Just and now he plays up. for the Packers. Get all sugared up or what? Bro, he would. I, I don't know. He wouldn't there? drink water. That's just it. He would not drink water. So uh, I mean. Bro was he was do I don't know he the the caffeine or the sugar got him jacked up but I mean congrats to him he's obviously doing something right Good for him yeah he's on the yeah, Packers now the yeah he's on the Packers and his brother just graduated from USC and he's the one going to Florida so I mean obviously okay. Mr Olympia knew what he was doing you know you put go. him on the Coca Cola game there you go. got him right dude family full athletes Coke Coca Cola you know no not just Coke period do whatever Coke dude make it to the league. That's what I do believe. Do what you got to do. Honestly. I think there should be a league. Honestly, if you could sign a contract for a professional sports team, do it. And do blow? Fuck it. That's what I... Just I think there should be a league. What's his name? Uh, The guy who, like... He got... It was, like, in the 80s, but he got drafted. They all did blow. He then, got dude. drafted to the Celtics, like, number two overall. Len Bias was his name. Oh, yeah. He got drafted. He did, I think the, he did a lot of crime, though, bro, to be I mean, honest. Yeah, hey, I like, think he like did the a lot. day after draft day, fucking overdosed on cocaine and shit and died. Oh, never. Okay. That got dark. But, yeah, unfortunately. He got super dark. Yeah. Super dark. <laughs> That's, I didn't know that, dude. But, yeah, hey, Glenn guys, Bias, rest know, in peace, man. Know your limits, kids. De- know I mean, your I, don't, I said on the last Dang. podcast, dude, raping kids is, is fucked up. So, yeah, know your limits with drugs. It's like advice from... EMP. I try to avoid that at all times. Raping and drugs? Yeah, dude, I would recommend it, especially if you want to have a career, stay out of jail or prison. I would stay away from that misconduct sexually and blow, too. Blow can get you in some trouble, man. I mean, do you know any comedian? What comedian comes to mind or stand-up comic that miss... I mean, because you know blow was big, dude, in in entertainment, bro. I feel like uh, Richard Pryor did a lot of... One of the goats that is known for doing... Yeah, Yeah, dude. Go, um... I feel like he, yeah, he has a bunch of books and all this stuff mm-hmm. about like, about all this stuff. But um, I've even, heard st- even on stage he talks about it. I've heard stories of him showing up to sets, tweaking out of his mind. But he would perform and the, the clubs, yeah, even think, on TV, they I couldn't think, do anything. Yeah, like, I think he would do like Saturday Night Live. Um, high as fuck fucked up yeah, yeah man so. i mean like i said in that era bro it was kind of they couldn't do anything now it's like they're gonna more like i would say regulate regulate that like what are they they're gonna they can't let you show up fucked up and get on tv now right. like i feel like that's just like, people are gonna fuck? really really care now back then it's like as long as he's bringing his views whatever dude that's like that's all that matters i feel like but now i feel like everyone's 
like everyone thinks they have like you know can make a difference i feel like everyone's <laughs> just like i mean dude we can like all right for example dog i was at fucking ralph's going grocery shopping the other day okay and you know you know how people just leave the fucking shopping carts in the parking lot yeah wherever too so there was like this parking spot and it had like five shopping carts and i was like all right let me just leave mine there since everyone took it upon themselves to fucking make this the designated where you put the cart cart shot cart fucking spot so i was like all right cool and then (laughs) i fucking put it there and then this fucking dude who doesn't even work at ralph's is like really dude i knew he didn't work there he's like really bro it doesn't he's like you know there's a place for that and then while he takes one of the fucking carts from that spot from that spot to use it for himself and i'm just like Okay, this is what I get immediately from that. Do you think the point of that? This is what I was just gonna say. Do you think he said that because he knew it was wrong of him to go grab a cart from there, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I don't want this to sit on my conscience, so I'm gonna put it on you to be like, (laughs) bro, you shouldn't be doing that as I get mine because I shouldn't be doing this." Like, do you honestly like what the fuck does what does he have above? I I felt like it was that moment where he was like he said some shit, but then he was like, "Fuck, I'm not gonna walk over there and grab a cart. Like, let me just fucking." Let me just be a hypocrite and grab this shit. But That's I don't know. it, dude. But then I was like in the, I was like, at, my grandpa was in the car and shit. I like went back. And oh, like, really? Fuck. I was like, fuck that guy. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know. just being, I don't know, nothing better. That's why I feel like that per- I've said it before, dude. People like that need to be more interesting because, like, obviously you're a bo- you're a sad person. I think, like, why are you gonna do that? And at the same time, just mind your fucking business, dude. Like you said, you're with your your family, dude. Why do that, bro? Like. What does I don't know that I could just I could shit on this guy for uh, like so right, long. Right, and I just wanted to be like, bro, shut the fuck up. But, but, and I, but same, I didn't. But I this didn't, is why I know I, this is why you didn't. Because what would that do at the same point? What the fuck? Is, why get in that altercation for over a shopping cart? At you know, the Ralph's parking lot. It's not going to benefit either of your lives, dog. Like it, I was just like I just I was just looked at him and then just walked. Then it's like turned around and then went to my car. And fucking. Left. Just ignore it. That's what I would do, man. It's like the people with masks, man. Whether they get mad that you're wearing one, because people do that, and people get mad if you're not wearing one, because people do that. So it's like you just, I just ignore it, man. Whatever it is, dude. I'm just right. like, whatever it is, dude. What makes you happy, man? Whether it's not wearing one or it is wearing one, sure. Just like you just gotta keep it moving, bro. Just whatever. Exactly. Like, At this point, it's a fashion statement. <laughs> I mean, dude. I just, uh, I've been seeing dudes in like a Louis Vuitton mask and shit. Have you seen? The one that this rapper released that literally has headphones connected to it, it lights up to the beat of the song. I know, I know, they're like a hundred dollar electronic mask you have to charge, you have to plug it in to charge it. God damn, but this is okay, so that goes back kind of, yeah, you're right, god damn, right? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I mean, it it just shows the entrepreneurship of some people, good business minded, but he literally released that like a month ago, like I would say the end of the pandemic, so. It's we're coming to the end. I I hope I fucking hope so, but um, that goes back to yeah. So I asked you. Yeah, how, a, a lot of the things are opening up these days. So, I it's know. awesome, man. It really is. What's I was able to get um lunch with my family the other night. I mean dinner with my family the other night, like no problem. And all of us are almost completely. Where'd you guys go? Down the street, there's this place called. Uh, I won't say what it's called, but it's like an American barbecue place. It's like a like an like, almost like a steakhouse, but they have you know ribs and burgers and okay, shit. So it's nice. not that high end, but um, 
Yeah, dude, it was Roadhouse type of thing. Kind of, yeah, actually, really similar to Roadhouse. Yeah, really, really similar to that. Fuck. Yeah, but um, it isn't that place. I'll just say that. it isn't Roadhouse, honestly. But it, it there's many Roadhouses. There are. That's life. true. That's why I'm saying it. I would say if it was, because there's like three that I know of in this area. Right. But um, yeah, dude, it was good. It was nice, man. Like you said, like we're almost all fucking fully shotted up. We got hit with the homo serum, all of us. So, like, <laughs> that's what I like to call it. Just fuck around. But, like... Vax and ready to fuck out here. Dude, ra- vax and ready to have sacks, dude. That's what I like to say, dude. Okay. Just fucking nuts to butt, dude. And what with whatever gender, you know? Hell but yeah. that... Because that way, you are you can't get any closer. That, in my opinion. I mean, when you... That, so, I, so, anyway, but, yeah. We're all chilling, dude. And we had dinner, and it was a good time, man. Nobody was fucking tripping on either of that stuff. But, dude, not doing uh, stand-up for how long you didn't do it for... And then uh, we talked last week, and you said you, we were able to get on stage, man. And I, I've been really wanting to know, how was that, getting um, on stage, dude? Well, let f- me just say this before I even get into that. Okay. What really inspired me was, have you heard that new J. Cole album? I, just I had a feeling you were going to bring this shit up, man. I heard one song of it, dude. So I haven't... To be honest, I haven't listened to the whole thing, okay. but I watched the documentary that he put out. It's like oh, a, I didn't even know. There's a 12-minute documentary on his YouTube. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, I'll check that out for it's sure. It's like a little conversation that he has with 21 Savage and shit. And okay. Basically, uh, you know, without spoiling anything, yeah, yeah. Uh, just really just inspired me just to not be so like comfortable or complacent or just waiting around for inspiration Mm -hmm. or waiting to get an email from a comedy club Mm -hmm. and just really taking matters into my own hands and just be like fuck it i I want it i'm gonna go get it let me go let let me go do it pursue it like yourself like go after for sure so uh you know it's been a couple months goes by and I, I don't do comedy. Uh, no one's really doing comedy. No yeah, clubs man. are open. Like major comedians aren't. Major haven't done comedy in a year yeah, now, man. Exactly. Like comedic comics that have been going on stage. I'm talking about decades. You know, exactly. Like we like, were talking about Bobby Lee earlier. He still hasn't gone on since the pandemic started. Right. He wants everybody. Whatever he wants, it's he wants clubs to be full capacity, basically. Which I get that, I get it. I don't oh, do yeah, comedy, good, I'm yeah, not, for sure. But that. like, he it's not worth it to him to get up. But at the same time, he talks about like kind of what I would assume you're going through, feeling that like constriction of creativity because you can't get up to do what the fuck you want, you know? Right. So it's kind of there's kind of like that. Um, I guess I wouldn't say depression, but you're kind of just like in that. I would be depressed. I would have, if I couldn't do this for fucking, this was born during the pandemic. And if I could just do it for half of that and then someone like was like, nope, I'd be fucking pissed, man. Like, I don't know. I I would assume, but yeah, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, just you were down or what? Yeah, just like in a little funk, just like, fuck. Like, I feel like I'm not being productive or I feel like I'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. or I don't know. It's just the same old, same old. Yeah. Did you feel like you were either like losing creativity? Or were you still writing? Were you like like how was that process? Um, uh, definitely there was like a writer's block period mm, at I'd one imagine. point yeah. where, but honestly, that could be just an excuse because like nah, oh I can't think of anything. But if you really just um, like write, you should just write. 
and write. Like I whether it's good or I not. I made myself a. I put myself on a schedule, like at least an hour a day. That's good. To, yeah. To write, so you, it's usually like eleven to twelve a.m. Gotcha. Say, so like you let your brain wake up a little bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know hit that wake and bake. <laughs> yeah, that gets the know, creativity flowing. And then I definitely chill. feel that though of not feeling because I didn't. I try to do this to be. I do this and try to be funny. You know, that's the, right. this is a comedy podcast, but. There was definitely like a three month span, I would say, where I just didn't feel funny, man. Like shit was from like it was like Kobe dying, dude, and then like mm. people in my family getting ill from the disease, and I just didn't want to be funny, you know. I I didn't feel funny. I didn't yeah. feel like the world was funny. So like I definitely get that, man. I don't think that's like writer's block. It's like what the fuck are you gonna joke about? Yeah. yeah. First of all, R.I.P. Definitely R.I.P. Definitely R.I.P. Kobe, man. Definitely. And I didn't even intend on it. I'm wearing gold right now, but like wearing. It's an interesting shirt. I was gonna ask you about. It. Did you make this shit? <laughs> no, I didn't make this. The uh, company, uh, Chinatown like you're Market. You're always like last time I was here, you wore some. Bro, shirt I was wearing shit. a shirt from that. Wow, that company makes this shirt and that shirt as well, bro. Okay. Yeah, dude. So I, yeah. I fuck with them, Chinatown Market, man. They're pretty big now, but um. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, rest in peace, Kobe, definitely, man. You had the Kobe shit in your car, I saw. Yeah, yeah, man. He's like a, he's a legend to uh, to people around here, man. I feel like that gets a lot of, um, looks. What? It gets a lot of attention. My Kobe air freshener. Oh, I have a Laker jersey, a little Laker jersey as an air freshener. Kobe's 24, 24, yep. It says Bryant on it. She's Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty dope. I've noticed a lot of people looking at me people are gonna notice the you know the yellow the purple and gold and stuff now like that's gonna stand out because it was like it was a symbol before like when he was alive but now it almost represents you know more than him you know it it's crazy man you have to be from socal i feel like to understand that um have you ever seen the when kobe retired the kendrick lamar like tribute to kobe I is thought, it that like is it a video or is it like a sketch video it's like, like a, it's not a sketch but it's like it's a video uh it's not written by kendrick but it's narrated by kendrick oh fuck then no i didn't and it's I like think. a little like there's like little highlights of his of dude his i'm career. thinking of something that you're describing so it has to be that how long is it maybe like three minutes three four minutes fuck, okay but yeah what about it was there something that I feel like just captures it perfectly that he says about Kobe. Excuse me. Yeah, about Kobe. It says, um, he says, if you were never born and raised, like if you were never born here or you never lived here, mm-hmm. like you would probably never understand. I I would I agree uh, with that ten thousand percent, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can you can I think you can be you can love basketball as literally more than anybody else, man. You can be. Basketball can be your life, and you can be living like, in Minnesota, but you'll never know, or fucking um, uh, South Dakota, wherever. But if you were not from SoCal, I mean, L.A. specifically, I'd assume. Yeah. I'm not from L.A., so I don't know, but, dude, all they of just SoCal. Southern California in general. He, like, radiated, like, all exactly. through that, like, that... Kobe, basketball was Kobe Bryant to us, pretty yeah, much, exactly. man. Like whether even was, if you weren't a Laker fan, I was fan. born in 1996, so that's all I know. Yeah, man. Was I was a year Kobe later, and Kobe, Bryant, you know, so fresh out of high school, man. That was like our legend. Like he was fresh out of high school, and like we would see the number eight, him, like him and Shaq. To, I mean, people have said this before. This isn't like nothing new, but man, like I said, if you're from there, man, see, watching, growing up, watching Shaq and Kobe play together was like. 
different. We're bro. just so just the Laker fans are just so spoiled. I feel like. I mean, just... tremendously because we have we have not even Laker fans. I feel like you're from so. If you're from this area, you have so much good sports. I mean, the Angels are like an iconic team. The Dodgers iconic team. The Ducks. Um, have won many Stanley Cup. Like it's like we have a lot of good sports, man. Because it's California. I mean, we're like one of the best mm. states in the country. So it's like it's Hollywood. So you know, man. everyone, L.A. Everyone. And I have so to, I have Hollywood. But like that's a good point that you made. Like you could grow up in Minnesota and shit and still be a Kobe fan. Like he's mm-hmm. like worldwide. Like his Japan. You don't even need to be like from you. He like I said, he radiated. So exactly. just we felt so, it close. So even if you're like living like in a different country and you feel this way, imagine living in southern california imagine being able to go to Staples away from yeah Staples man Center. yeah imagine bro this shit i mean so, i never got to see him play unfortunately I, like i actually got the opportunity in his last season to go oh man that's play. legendary dude that's and it crazy. was the game where he like uh they played the rockets and he dunked the ball. oh yeah and no one expected him to dunk oh they're like oh he's too old or whatever yeah, yeah. and he fucking dunked and the whole stable center erupted and that shit was crazy and it's one thing i'll never forget i bet dude i mean yeah kobe i was in the fucking nosebleed section the 300s and shit and i can, i remember seeing him fucking elevating and then just dunking that shit and it's crazy. I mean, like I, you'll probably never forget that, man. I mean, like I said, rest in peace, Kobe, man. I mean, he's he's changed SoCal and he's changed basketball. I would say for the better, definitely. Uh, it only makes sense. We we're just talking about Kobe. Time for the shoe cam. Johnny's got his heat up. I got the heat up. He's got what are those? These are the pink pigs. Pink pig dunks. Nike, Nike SB, SB dunks. Dunk lows. There you go, dude. So. You know, those are back, dude. Those are fire, dude. Had to bring the heat. Yeah, you you came. He, he came proper this time. He came proper. He you knew. Surprised me, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, on man. This podcast, so <laughs> I yeah wanted to, you know, be appropriate. Yeah, you, you, you dress for the occasion, as they say. You know, got to. E- even though it's just EMP, you know, it's whatever. But um, dude, I just impressed though. You know, they say dress up. They say punch up. You got to do what you got to do, man. Whatever makes you improve, get better, you got to. So, you know, put the put the Look heat on good, your feet. feel good, play good. And fuck they good. They, they leave that one out, which makes it. Cause if, you know, the secret to fucking good is pasta. The night before, you got to load up on those carbohydrates. Pasta? <laughs> I thought you said night. posture because I was like, oh, fuck, that's valid. <laughs> you no, know, pasta. Yeah, yeah. Okay, get the load up. Like, we're fucking playing soccer again. Like, that's like, what you gotta the, the coaches Yeah, you, gotta, you don't want to cramp up. You know, you got to like, fuck all night. A little carbohydrates, but go on. I'm sorry. No, you brought up something. Hold on. Well, I'll get to that, dude. <laughs> First, let's just knock, dude. We have like ten. Okay, so we'll just knock this out because we have so much to talk about. Or we could t- we could be here for five hours, but you know, Johnny and I were talking. You know, maybe maybe there will be a podcast between you and I, just so like solely just us. I feel like it's it's bound to happen. I think it's gonna happen. I mean, no. if we're gonna put it on record, it, it's going to happen. I'm pretty sure. So. I mean, we gotta make it work. I feel like it's what the people want. If the, pe- I mean, definitely, if people want it, we gotta do it. It's That's for sure. But want, even if they don't want it, we're sense. gonna fucking make them want it. I think that that, that could be a thing. Supply Not- and demand. I thought you said suppository, like put it up their ass. But yeah, we could do that too. Supply and demand, put a lot out, or le- like once, whatever. We could, we could figure well, quality, it out. Quality, not quantity, is what they say. Definite. Oh, for sure, but- dude. But yeah, we we could do whatever. We could figure it out, and uh, like you said, man, I think it's Put bound it to happen. It's it's pretty much bound to happen. But 
I could be on. That's pretty much on the way. We'll see, man. But it is on the way. Big things coming. Just know that. Yeah. Man. Hey. Big things coming. There you go, bro. I couldn't have said Big it better. But man, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to. We're gonna share a video real quick. Hopefully the viewers can see it as well. Okay, so that was um, Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, a stand-up comedian you're familiar with. I'm sure you've heard of him, right? Yeah, he does the Kill Tony. Kill Tony show and pod. It's pretty, it's a live show. You know, it's a pretty much a live show, right? I'm right. pretty sure he streams it live on YouTube. I think I'm pretty sure, but it's uploaded to YouTube. But yeah, that was Tony Hinch Hinchcliffe uh, being brought up by uh, an Asian comic, Pang Dang, who's I guess his opener, who's opened for him a few times. I don't know if you knew that, but that guy's I guess open for him a few times. I feel like I've seen him in like movies. Pang, that guy, the Asian guy. Possibly, I don't know, um, but yeah, he really you have maybe maybe I don't know, know. maybe Who I'm knows? just racist. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just racist and all fucking. Every Asian looks the yeah, same, dude. That's know. what it is, exactly. But maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe he was in Spider Man or whatever the last ethnic fucking. Um, what's that thing fucking called? Into the Spider Verse and shit. No, but what's the producer, the co comic verse, or what the fuck is the thing called that makes the the. Oh my God, man! The, the Marvel, Marvel, MC yes, MCU? dude. That's what I'm saying. The MCU, Marvel, Marvel versus what? What's the other one? DC. That's what it. See, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. But anyway, man, what did you think about that, man? Um, th that Asian guy just brought him up. Yeah, the great Tony Hinchcliffe. Um, and then that's that's how he he pretty much opened his set, I guess. So. Well, I feel like it's uh. As a stand-up comedian, so he's he's valid for definitely what the fuck he's gonna like say. As a you know comedian you definitely gotta roast the host mm -hmm. you know or whoever's bringing you up you gotta say something about it because it's real it's intimate mm -hmm. the crowd is thinking it you're thinking it it's not no written shit it's it's from the heart really mm -hmm. it's like off the dome as as they say in the rap community. <laughs> yeah 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 you know um being uh, real quick just to say being just some like, improv you're fucking improv you there. hit that on the head exactly wow. but being like an audience member from being in, in at shows it seems like it's engaging it engages the crowd even through like a transition from exactly like one person ending their set another starting and it just keeps that like if they could say something funny you know then it keeps like it keeps the crowd uh engaged you know exactly. and it, like you said it's like a um, I forgot what you said, but it's it's the transition from like whatever. Yeah, you meant to like give it up for your host, like keep and it, then or say, keep it going for your host. Or yeah, exactly. Like I don't even know if he was hosting that show. If he was the MC, I'm not sure. But if you, it kind of sounded like it, you know. Right. But like like I said, okay, what what did you take from that? Like you said, you have to roast the guy that comes on. But like, what did you think? Like, what what is your initial reaction really from that? Uh, like, what if you were like, no, no, I'm not even gonna say. No, go ahead. No, no, what, what, no, 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 I don't no, know. I need context here. Go ahead. What are you gonna? I was gonna say, what if you were brought on stage like that? Like, what if you were, or, or if 
or you were got off stage rather, and then the if person I brought someone up and they no. If you were if you were paying right there, the guy, the Asian guy, yeah, if I brought, and you brought, brought up Tony, Tony, and Tony was like, Tony "Give it up for that Tony. fucking beaner," you know, he whatever he said, and addressed you racially. How would you feel like like that? Well, obviously, I would know that we're in a comedy club. And all that shit, and don't take Let me give you more perspective. That's, actually, that was a new. That's a that's a brewery. Okay. So that's a new. That's it's why called, you were saying like puking in buckets and like possibly. I don't know. It, yeah. It's called um something gas company in Texas. It's in, LA. Oh, it's in, it's in Texas. Texas. Yeah, it's okay. in Austin. I'm pretty sure. Volcon Gas Company. I, I heard in, that's where the whole like in the new combo. Oh, we're gonna get to that, dude. Definitely. We're definitely gonna get to that, man. We're definitely gonna get yeah, to that, dude. Sure. But yeah, what what did you think? Did you think that was funny? Like, what did you? I mean, would you ever? I don't know, cause to me, I'll just be honest. This is what I'm trying to get. I mean, at. everyone laughed, so definitely. Some people laughed. I think. I think some people laughed, and some were like kind of hesitant. I don't know. To me, it wasn't what funny. What did you feel? Though? That's what I was gonna get. Yeah, I'll feel let you know. About it? Yeah, um, that's what I really want to know. In actually. the crowd, I may have laughed like out out of like awkwardness. I think, but to right. me, it just wasn't funny. I didn't find that funny. Soy sauce and Asian. That's so easy. It's like making a chopstick joke with an Asian person. To me, Loki, if you get what I'm saying, it's kind of like so obvious. And then the right. the the calling him a chink it's like okay i get it you're trying to be edgy it wasn't yeah i feel like it wasn't original like it's obviously something we've all heard before yeah i wish that i don't i'm not like he i'm not like that at all bro i get the i i mm-hmm. i've heard comics talk about like that's their safe zone which i completely get man you work out material you try new jokes you see what's funny what's not what hits what doesn't hit if you can maybe a, like curate something to land one way you see potential that making the soy sauce calling him a chink i just don't get how that like i don't know i i just didn't think it was honest to be honest um i'm not trying to diss tony or anything but i don't i'm not his number one fan i've seen him live and i didn't think he was great you know i don't and I'm not talking shit either. I want that to like, be clear. I like, yeah, like I respect whatever. Being I respect, com- uh, you know, him and where he's at. Exactly. He obviously game, paid. He got know. to where he's at from working hard of and course, shit, and no. having his own show. But I just didn't think it was funny. It's not my style. Yeah. Okay. Type of comedian. So that's basically what I'm trying to get at. Like, like it was. Like I feel like. Uh, jokes aside, whatever he said aside, I feel like you got to definitely engage with the audience roast the host roast the person who brought you on yeah exactly yeah but Mm -hmm. um yeah it's not like these are jokes i'm going home telling my friends about (laughs) yo bro you gotta i came up with this like yeah yeah, dude no i it it, like i said it just seemed kind and i hate this term bro i hate this term and i don't know how you feel about it but whenever someone says it's hack or it's hacky i don't really get that if it makes someone laugh it makes someone laugh like right. at the end of the day that's my opinion again i'm no fucking stand well I'm, yeah i mean I, I feel like it was a cheap laugh and i feel like comedians, thing, comedians kind of 
get those cheap laughs because they don't want to bomb their whole fucking set, you know, and they at least they get those laughs. Yeah. You know? And again, Tony's known for being like kind of uh, edgy. That's his thing. Like he, you know, Ari Shafir, right? I heard he got fucking canceled. Oh, dude. I mean, he was canceled momentarily, but uh, I mean, I went, well, the, speaking of the Kobe shit, I heard he yeah, like, man, we're just said, all... you know, yeah, I mean, some shit about that. he said some, I mean, like we're talking about how important Kobe is and that goes again back to being funny or not to me that just wasn't funny but i get if your shtick or whatever at the end of the day is being ironic and trying to be it's like he says it's a character he's done it in the past where he when somebody very well known or loved dies or something tragic happened he acts as if it's a celebration he's done it before i don't know if you knew that but yeah i've, I've seen like he says like oh this is no this is my thing this is yeah my that thing. exactly he's celebrity deaths and, and it's true stuff. i've seen him i can't remember and that's cool whatever if that's your thing okay mm -hmm. if people find it funny that's fine and there, that's the thing some people this, do but, but it's just just the wrong guy to do that to you know? yeah not i mean this guy not this guy you know you that's go the ahead, thing do but they rock out but just leave gotta, kobe alone you would you say gotta just you know I mean, fuck, he was found not guilty. I mean, shit, I don't know what you want me to... True, but I mean, that's, that's part of, I guess, what he would say is the joke. Because it's not true, right. quote-unquote. So, but again, that's, it's... But that's the thing. It's hard to make that joke in 2021. Super Everyone's hard, but... getting like, oh, this, no, he's being serious. And everyone was like... But at the same time, no one even took it as a joke. Just that's like, the thing. It wasn't like, funny. That's why I brought him up because of the Peng thing. Like, to me, that wasn't funny. And to me, the, the when Ari did that Snapchat or story on Instagram, it just wasn't funny. I just didn't find it. And I, I like I know there's a crowd that would be like, oh, dude, this guy, he's being whatever. But, oh, cool. But just to me, it, was, it wasn't funny. I think he could have been more creative, you know. Same as Hinchcliffe. I think he could have been more... More if if even if the kid was throwing up in the back, I don't know if that was even true. I'm so sorry, dude. Um, but like that's j blowing up phones. Blowing yeah, up dude. Yeah, dude. It was a guy. He's the guy, it. dude. Grinder, you know, notification. But um, <laughs> got a new match. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude. You, I told you about Bumble Baddies, which we'll get to towards the end of the podcast. But Jeez. yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I just didn't find it funny, and he's he he was dropped by his reps. His agency dropped him. Tony. Tony. Yep. His agency it's dropped him. He's banned clip. from that club. Yeah, he's because banned. Like, I didn't know this. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. I know, dude. He was why, this is context here. That's why you bring this up. I'm bringing it up because it's pretty big in, in like, yeah, in, like, in, in the, the comedy industry. world right now. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's, it's like news. Like I said, I'm not his biggest fan. So Me I neither, really man. Keep up. I know. Him. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have known about it if I wasn't watching or, like, listening to these other comics talk about it. And, um, it kind of reminds me of, like, a... Daniel Tosh, like a young Daniel Tosh. It's actually, yeah, I could see that. That's a good comparison, right? That is, yeah, because even how he looks, Loki, that even skinny ass looks, frame, yeah. and like, he reminds me but of Daniel, like Daniel. But Daniel Tosh is fucking, you know, Tosh point That's just legendary. Bro, he's. I grew I, up watching. Definitely, that shit, I mean, Tosh he he makes that shit fun. That's that's basically all I'm saying. Like, I'm not not fucking heated that he said what he said i'm just saying how he said it it just wasn't funny 
That's all. Like, I just don't think it was funny. Is it because the whole, like, stop Asian... Absolutely not. I think he That had sa- nothing to do with... Absolutely that. not, man. Absolutely okay. not, dude. Because... That's fair. I know plenty of Asians, man, and none of them have said to me that, like, that is why, like, they would get heated like, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they, it's no, not it, dude. Um, it's just because how he's, like I said, a hack. That I hate that term. It just was... It was so... Anybody could have said that, basically. You know, oh, this guy... He, Where's my sushi and chops? Anybody could have fucking said something like that. And if you're a well-known comedian, you know, it's just like an easy, easy out, I feel like. Like, just like you said, you don't want to bomb, so you're going to say something that you think is basic. So get those cheap laughs. Yeah, man. I'm Like I said, I might have laughed or grinned in the crowd, like, out of like, oh, what the hell? Like, he's trying to be edgy. That's really what I just immediately thought, because you said the Asian hate right now. That's like a big thing. Oh, a lot of like celebrities or people are saying that shit but on my day-to-day life i don't see asians getting fucking what's it called hated on or any kind of stuff no, like that at all and i know I, I, and i know asian people i'm not gonna vow like i, I know like, asian people and I they don't like say that shit so if any if if anyone's hating on asians it's other asians bro you know how you know? racist other asians are against other like, it's crazy man they, they they have their own hierarchy and so to speak the rest of the world like non-asians are so in love with asian culture like bro boba ramen you know, you know how many white people dress up dress up in kimonos and try to have like that yeah ramen i've never had it Make right. Korean barbecue right, and so shit. It's, tw- it's twenty. It's the two thousand twenties. When yeah. did I become the weird one for not liking anime? Oh, dude, everybody likes anime. Every culture. I mean, yeah, dude. I, I mean, I think we grew up on anime. Anime was the original kind of cartoon like, shit from the watch, comic books. I used so. to watch Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh. Who the fuck didn't? But that shit ended in like two thousand four. I'm gonna if I ever have children, that's what I'm gonna show them. You know. You know. Yeah. I want them to see those cartoons, dog. Like. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Actually, all five seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh are on Hulu right now. So I did not know that, go. but thank you for sharing that. All Definitely for listeners to, and watches. But to go fucking I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh like that because there was too. That much was my equi- shit. That Honestly, I never got into Dragon Ball Z. Never got into fucking anything else. Digimon okay. or whatever the fuck it was called. I don't know that. Yeah. Is that the one, the the battle ones that would, like, hit each other? robots and shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. But then, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! is my shit, but I remember uh, being at my grandpa's house, and me and my brother would watch that shit, Mm -hmm. and um, actually, yeah, like I said, I, I seen it on Hulu, I was like, oh, fuck, I never really seen how this shit ended, so let me, so I've watched a couple episodes, I got to, like, season three and i was like this shit's like is it still fire oh yeah no no it's fire but it's just like i don't have time (laughs) shit i could be doing yeah like like no but for kids i'm saying like i'm sure i'm saying it's for kids it's for kids like i was at work the other day and everyone was ganging up on me because i've never seen fucking naruto or some shit. I've never seen Naruto. I've never seen it either. And then everyone's like, really, bro? Really? You've never seen Naruto? Like, not one episode? Like, no cap. Like, for real? They were, like, actually upset Everyone with you? is like, bro, you should get on that. And I was just like, nah, never. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I felt like I brought, I got bullied for not watching Game of Thrones. I, I got bullied. I heard bro. a lot of incest, though. Like, too much I incest. can go on. I, I, had, I, I watched it, bro. Too much. A little bit is too much. If you do it in a scene, or 
I'll even go as far as to say this. If you have, I talked about that's crazy. I brought up, I talked about incest last last episode. I talked about how crazy I remember, it is. I remember. Okay, you, okay. So yeah. Of course, you gotta watch the EMP. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. But yeah, it, thank you too, also for tuning in to early morning podcast. But yeah, man, um, I just got bullied into it. Everybody, we're talking about college earlier, like when we did it on campus, BC, as you said, before COVID. Before COVID. Before yeah. COVID. Um, every, every time we took a break or in between classes, it wouldn't, didn't matter what friend group or what class it was, all they would talk about, oh my God, you see the game of Thrones? I was like, fuck, no, no, I didn't. Sorry. And I felt so left out and they just eventually bullied me into seeing it. And dude, the family fucking that happened. Yeah, (laughs) for real, bro. Like, yeah, man. And just the amount of like family fucking and like. I don't know. I it was. Like just, I, I kind of felt that pressure too. Like, fuck. All right. Let it, me see what the hype is. It about, was part of the culture know? at the time. And I don't know. Do you have a Twitter? I have a Twitter. What's your Twitter? It's, uh, same as my Instagram. At J- Johnnyism. Johnnyism. All right, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, dude. On Twitter, I heard like that shit was just everywhere. The the what's right. it called? The Game of Thrones. After the Sunday episodes, they just be everything would just be around. All yeah, about fucking yeah, exactly, and shit like that. So I was like, all right, I'll get. I don't have a Twitter, but everyone would be like, all right. Before I talk to you, did you see Game of Thrones? And I'm like, you can talk to me, like it's okay, yeah. but also no. Like, I feel like that was the same thing with The Walking Dead and all that. I didn't shit. see that either. Did you see that? I got into that shit. Okay, late, you did. Like, like pandemic, like because there's nothing to do, and then I was just like at home, fucking watching tv watching netflix with my girl who the fuck wasn't man honestly oh so speaking of pandemic what did you do we talked about right the lack of creativity and like how it was like writing okay well actually finish that first how was it writing jokes you said you dedicated an hour a day and did have you tried those yeah you gotta be you gotta do it you know you gotta be on a schedule actually Mm -hmm. you know you can't wait around for inspiration or you can't fucking wait for to get an email from a club you just gotta go out there and do it Mm -hmm. but like your writing process during the pandemic was that like what did you even find things to write about i know you said you had a writing block but like at one point you just lack of creativity well i feel like the covid jokes like now they're not gonna hit i don't think jokes are so like if it's not super fucking clever then it's just corny and imagine how many comics have written Cause I've been hundreds to, of jokes I've been about to COVID. open mics and they'll be like, Oh, well that was my COVID joke. And like, it doesn't hit. And then and that's my pet peeve too. I don't like when talk to me, bro. Let me hear it. I'll let me hear it. I don't it, like dude. when comedians be like, Oh, okay. I guess that didn't work. Like they're on stage and they'll be like, they'll say a joke and like no one laughs. And they'll be mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. I guess that didn't work. So like, they address that. It didn't they'll address, they'll address that energy and they'll just like the, Basically, it, giving the audience power. Basically, like, oh, basically is I see what is, you're saying. You know, which I don't like that because. So you want the power? You're the one holding the mic. I'm, well, yeah, I'm the one on stage, mm-hmm. fucking levitated. Not levitated, but I'm. You feel maybe like not, that? I'm yeah. not levitated, but I'm fucking. I'm not like fucking floating and shit. But I'm, you're, y'all are looking up at me, the, all the light is on me. Like, when you're on stage... You're performing, man. Yeah, I'm it's performing. a performance. It's a performance art. Yeah. You know, when I'm on stage, honestly, the light, I can't even see. I can only see the first 
row of people mm-hmm. and it's just a sea of darkness because the light is fucking blinding like, like in all clubs you're saying all clubs everywhere. oh for real yeah. you could just see the first row yeah so when you're on stage so it's like if you people are like oh my god aren't you nervous like can everyone's just looking at you it's not like fucking you're in class doing a oral presentation like a speech or whatever all yeah. the lights are the same mm-hmm. um, oh wow i didn't i never even knew that so you only see a select few of who's there yeah if you got really good eyes maybe you could, the third row but oh wow you only see like the first or few first few rows okay and then it's just darkness um so that so even like once you're on stage you even get comfortable with just doing like your set mm-hmm. but as i was saying uh like with giving the audience power like i don't yeah i don't like how comics will be like oh i've been doing open mics for 15 or like for five months or for like a year and a half and i've i got 15 minutes down i got and it's just like i just feel like that the 15 minutes i'm doing is the 15 minutes that i write down and i'm not letting anyone tell me my jokes what they work if i think they're funny and they make me laugh mm-hmm. i'm gonna write that shit down and i'm gonna go say that shit in front of a crowd of people okay and no one can tell me that it was good or if it was bad because nine times out of ten after the show people come up to me like yo that shit was funny okay like, yo, that shit was that shit was hilarious and anything well that. will there be will, and they'll be laughing in the crowd or they'll yeah of course oh, okay. they'll be laughing in the crowd and like what happens if a joke because i i'd assume man like not every joke hits if you have a joke that you can tell you know maybe a few people are laughing or maybe even nobody really laughed mm-hmm. at what do you do with that joke or that premise or whatever it's based on i don't know if it's like a one i thought you got to tweak it but at the same time so you don't not, give up on not, it basically i wouldn't say trash it because not every joke works the same uh, at every club, you know. Mm, like you could oh, be, really? at, you could be, it, it could be a Tuesday night, and you could be in Hollywood doing a joke, and it mm-hmm. doesn't hit. And then next day, Wednesday, Burbank, you could be in Burbank, <laughs> and fucking that shit kills. Really, dude. Yeah. So, so the crowd really matters like that much, where like yeah. some might find it hilarious, some might be like, "What the fuck?" or whatever. And if you're at an open mic night, majority majority of the audience is going to be comics themselves trying to get really on stage too so they're not they're not gonna they're laugh not, i, feel I mean like. yeah they'll laugh they'll show support you they know, will it's all, okay i feel like i feel like comics are the most judgmental of other comics i would think i feel like they're critiquing like you it's very competitive of course no, but they're critiquing you every second you're up there i would think like imagine imagine just your average audience member they paid for a ticket or whatever or if the room is papered whatever they're like i'm here i'm spending money on drinks or food or whatever make me laugh and if you don't they're gonna get pissed if a comic's there i feel like they're gonna be like this why is he on stage if he's not funny you know fuck this guy so they're just gonna be thinking of your punchline, your timing like if your physical your expressions and whatnot like I don't know. I feel like they're going to be the most judgmental of the crowd. Right. If they're there. Like, yeah. And I feel like it's definitely a solo sport. Like, Oh, uh, death. Nobody's on your team in that. Like, I've, man, reached I don't out, think. I've reached out to people like on Instagram and stuff. I'm like, yo, if you have any like shows I could get on, like, mm-hmm. let me know. And obviously they don't 
they don't respond they, don't, they respond like oh yeah bro you, you too like let me know like same like all that shit are know? these like comics would you say like are like kind of on uh, like uh, not above you but like they're kind of getting more shows or they're getting more exposure or are they like on your same well, level it, well like you brought up the pandemic and how it was like i was just like really in like a funk where mm-hmm. just everything was closed who, fu- who wasn't felt man, like i wasn't yeah. being productive and then once the world started opening up again like in 2021 uh people i would follow who well, people i've met who i've done like shows with uh who i felt i'm better than like i'm really? funnier than mm-hmm. and i see them going to all these open mics and doing all these things and just getting out there and that really is just inspiring to me because it's just like well fuck if this dude who wasn't even that funny is getting out there and getting on like shows because that's really how you you do it you got to go to open mic nights and once you Mm -hmm. you do consistently open mics people start noticing they put you on shows like the the venue was noticed like this guy has been at this open mic like every fucking week for the past three months is that like the biggest thing yeah we gotta like let's give him a shot let's put him on the fucking sunday night show let's do this let's do that so and that leads to shows and that leads to just you know more opportunities like that you know because um, recognition dude that's like the biggest you just thing you gotta work dude. your way up to be a headliner really yeah also yeah. cause I've heard and I, like I, I don't know I always talk about comedy on this podcast but I'm no I've never done stand up I'm not a stand up you gotta come with me to an open mic and well, like, I know I, we'll see man shit. I wanna try I, I thought I, you could do it I mean you just gotta believe in yourself really yeah I mean uh, I like the reason I started this and I've said before is cause I wanna make people laugh man whether it's for 5 seconds 5 minutes 15 minutes if they can laugh at something cause for me laughter or just anything funny it just takes me out of reality you know right. that's why i appreciate it so much because sometimes no matter how fucked up your real life or your world is if you can get away from that for like i said five seconds five minutes whatever a comedy special whether it's 30 minutes or an hour i appreciate that and that takes like time talent effort to get somebody to forget about whatever the fuck they might be struggling with to be like damn dude life is good for now or whatever that's hard man like i I respect that that's why i respect what people like you who get up on stage put the effort in to write things like you said you think are funny you're gonna work out to make them think it's funny or like appreciate it it's not easy man but yeah i mean i want to try i definitely i've been thinking about it so yeah man we'll see like yeah, I know you. You know open mics and shit. So we'll yeah. see, man. We can. I, 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 I know exactly how you're feeling right now because yeah. I felt that. Oh yeah. For so long, before I actually went to the improv and put my name in that hat. Yep. Talked about yeah. And shit, but. It's yeah, just I feel like you need the balls to just do it. To exactly. just fucking do it, man. Like first of all, uh, R.I.P. Lil Snoop. But there's this bar mm-hmm. that reminds me of that shit what you just said is he says i'm far from a harvard student i just had the balls to do it you know and that yeah rap, man and i listen to that song every day i'm uh, not not every day but every time i do a show oh yeah on the way to the show i have a certain playlist that i listen to just to get For me sure. in that that mood that vibe that and just to get me in that mentality you know, kind of whatever mentality yeah that fucking mamba mentality like i gotta go kill it like there's mm-hmm. no really nothing like i don't give a fuck 
what happens. But I, you're you're ready to go. You're basically just getting yeah, getting ready. And dude, part of getting ready, I would assume, dude, green rooms, which were, I mean, I've heard other comics, but I don't know them obviously. But like, how, what is a green room really like? If you could like, the green room is just like just the room backstage where everyone kind of just chills so are you go on stage are all the performers in there at once or how does that go because i thought it was just the performer that's about to go on gets from my experience um at the comedy clubs in the green room is let's say if i'm doing the eight o'clock show i'll show up like at seven or you know something like that seven fifteen ish and, and do you watch the other comics go up and stuff well the show starts at eight. Mm -hmm. Then everyone has to show up like at least hour, maybe half an hour before. Everyone meets up in the green room, and then like the maybe one of the employees of the comedy club will be like, "All right, you're here. Here's the host. Uh, here's the line." In the green room. In the green room. Oh, yeah, okay, talking okay. to all the comics. Like there may be like a mini fridge or like water and shit like that. Um, there's a bathroom. Um, for you guys, for, just you, for, the, for comics. the comics and shit, and yeah, and usually when the show starts, you could chill in the green room because they usually have like a little TV with a live mm. broadcast of, of the, the, of the mic stage. or whatever. Yeah, Got the you. stage, all that shit. So you could like be in the green room and watch the people performing. And yeah, because I've heard like crazy green room stories, so I just wonder what it what it's really really like, like. And I'm sure they have like at like rap concerts and shit. They got green rooms because I heard like fucking I've heard Stephen A. Smith be like, "What you think you Snoop Dogg in the green room, bro? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I've never heard him say that. Really? Fucking smoking weed and shit. Like, yeah. So speaking of, I mean, don't obviously don't get comedy clubs in trouble, but does anybody do any drugs in in the green room or anything like that? Personally, I've never seen anything. Okay, I've never seen anything. You heard I, any stories or you anything? You know what they say: see something, say something. But I, I haven't. Would seen you say something? something if you saw? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it maybe depends on what's going on. But I mean, we talk, you we, you talked you mentioned prior before and coke and the eight. We talked about that, but like. I heard it was fucking wild, man. I'm like, sure the, it was. Yeah, like I'm so. Sure it was. I wonder what it would be like now. Like I have no experience, but I wonder if there are still some comedians that just get loose before they get on. You know, not talking about drinking, because like you said, there's a fridge, and I know. I mean, once you get up there, which I can't wait. I mean, for that. I, but I've seen a bunch of comics take like a beer on stage, and oh, of course, that's like standard. Even if they don't drink, I think some do it as just part of their performance, you know, to make the crowd feel. But personally, I I don't like to get high or anything mm -hmm. like that before. No at drinking. Least a, at least a few hours before, like sober up and shit. Maybe yeah. Get a I, Red Bull or fucking iced coffee. I would think the same. Yeah, I would imagine you don't want to be get that energy up. And yeah, shit. especially when you're like your first few years, man. You want to really maybe some comics, you know, get up there. Like I've seen Joey Diaz live, man, mm -hmm. and he's fucked up all the t not like fucked up, but he's high as cheese, you know, all the time. So. I'm sure he was on edibles, and I've heard stories about him going way under his time because he was just high as fuck and stuff. So, like, I know that they get lit, you know, so, but I think it takes time before you can get to that point where you're, like, comfortable. Go for it, dude. You're good, dude. No, you're chilling, man. Alright, so, yeah, Joey, I've just heard stories that he's gone way too lit off those Death Star edibles I used to eat. Get on stage, and then 
go like 15 minutes short by accident or because he just had a panic attack and had to close way quicker than he thought um before i get into the next thing i was gonna say do you have any like funny like i just asked you about the green green room do you have any like crazy funny or like just weird stories from either being on stage or just even at a comedy club maybe an interaction with another comedian or something like that that you, that like kind of stands out to you um nothing too crazy you know just uh like i've ran into a couple famous people mm -hmm. you know that would like maybe some of them know did you get like have an interaction or you just kind of saw them the only interaction I had would be with, uh, I think her name was like Fortune Femster. Oh, yeah, okay. I, it's either Femster or Feimster. I don't really Femster know. For, the white girl. Yeah, the, the white big the girl. The white girl with the curly hair. Lesbian. Funny, funny chick. Oh, yeah. she's Okay, I only saw her on um this Netflix show, The Cabin. Saw, I mean, I'm plugging Burt Kreischer's show. Do you know who that is? Burt Kreischer? Yeah, yeah, I've seen He's the guy that gets shirtless, takes his shirt off. Hey, do what you got to do, right? I think he's funny, man. I don't know. He gets. To be honest, I've been watching his stand-up specials on Netflix. Oh, for sure, yeah? It's like it's like a lot of storytelling, which I like. A lot of storytelling, a lot of roasting his daughters and shit like that. You know? He talks so much shit on his family, bro. It's on the period party. Have you heard that? Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, that dude. He's he's I like one. that one where he has like where he's talking to his daughter. He's like, Sometimes you make a decision, you just gotta stick with it. Like, look at your mom over there. Oh I made that decision fourteen years ago. And here we yeah. are. Just sticking he with just, it. He's hilarious, man. I, I yeah. mean I he <laughs> talks about too how like when his kids get older because they're in like high school, they're gonna like look back and be like, My dad's an asshole. Like what the fuck you just talk shit on us yeah. as his stand up and like on podcasts if you hear him on podcasts. Yeah, he's too. a good podcaster. He's an amazing pod I would assume he's like the best. you just have to be like, Yo, so Bert did and then he just he just goes off, man. He's I would assume he's great, dude, but um, anyway, so Fortune finds her. You you've seen her. I saw her on his. On yeah, his we net. were actually in the green room together. Together. And I was. She was like eating a salad. Like she was with her manager, and like she was eating a salad or whatever. And which club? Could you say the this club? This was at Flappers. Flappers, in okay. Burbank. For sure. The lovely downtown Burbank, by the way. Is um, that? I honestly can't tell. That's what they say. That's oh, what for the real? Club says lovely downtown. Are you serious? Okay, well, we'll check out Johnny next time he's at the lovely downtown Burbank Club Flappers. You could find, you catch him there, I'm sure. But yeah, so you you saw her in the green room. Supposed to have a show there, uh, 2020 BC before COVID, mm. actually. But you know, unfortunately. Well, dude, I'm sure you'll have one lined up soon, man. Hopefully. Hopefully, I'm gonna fucking hit them up. Like, yo. Get me on a lineup, man. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, so we're in the green room and she's eating her salad and I just get a bottle of water and use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. and was she cool? You talked to her? Well, actually, I was like, you mind if I use the bathroom? And she's <laughs> like, do your thing, dude. Do your she thing. didn't make like, like a, oh, this is a fuck just for like transsexuals that were guys and then converted to girls. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't like, I think this was like 2019. So this was before the movement. So it was okay. before the whole like. LGBTQ, LMNOP. Yeah, exactly. As Chappelle, I'm sure you've heard that joke, the alphabet people. Exactly, yeah, before all the alphabet people, you know. Demanded stuff. But yeah, dude, I, I mean, I, I would just imagine, I mean, I'm sure once you get to other clubs, you're going to see some some big names or you're going to have something. I, I'm, I'm sure you're going to see some, because big names pop in those clubs, man. And once you work your way up, you're going to see, oh, fuck, there's Joe Coy or there's, you know, who knows. Right. I mean. 
Is there anybody that you've been like actually that you really fuck with? Like a like a no, it doesn't need to be like a big name, quote unquote, but like a comic that like either I know we talked about who like inspired you before to do stand up. I think was Chris Rock one of them or am I tripping? Uh definitely Chris Rock has always been I mean I think he's know, amazing, but like my favorite. I mean he's an icon. Yeah, know, dude, he's, legend. He's legend. But like is there anybody in present day that you're you're like get hyped about or like you present day comedians? Yeah. Uh no one really like present maybe like uh my favorite comedian like living comedian would be uh, gerard carmichael oh that's that he's that black skinny is this a black skinny okay yeah yeah, yeah. He's in uh the movie neighbors plays oh like, yeah, yeah with um uh zach efron zach right efron, gotcha yeah yeah yeah. Uh, he yeah that guy's funny man yeah his own show called the carmichael show is on nbc is that like, still on i think it uh I think I canceled it. Got canceled, shit, okay. But, but yeah, funny dude. Yeah, uh, he's hilarious, he man. a bunch of like HBO specials. Produced, I mean, not produced, uh, directed by Spike Lee. So oh, you know wow, that's a big deal. You he know doesn't fuck some, around, yeah, dude. Spike's like, not, yeah. You know how like LeBron does that that barbershop shit? Like all, he has like a bunch of athletes and people, entertainers, like just in the barbershop talking. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, is that a show? That's a show. It's he does? like a show. Like it was like on fucking, I think Showtime. Okay, before, like so it's not act. It's not this on. This like twenty nineteen. Oh, okay, I heard about this, but, but he I was didn't. like in the barbershop. Gerard Carmichael in the barbershop. Oh, okay. Like, was he kind of like? Was it a reality show, or was he like supposed to be? It was just like a little conversation. Like for example, it'd be like one of the episodes was like. LeBron, Drake, fucking, like, Michael B. Jordan, like... Oh, my God, these are celebrities, like Draymond man. Green. Wow, like, okay. Like, all these people, like... Athletes, like actors. Carmichael's fucking... Wow. Yeah, like, uh, dudes like that. It's called The Shop, I believe. The Shop? The okay, Shop, not the bar. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, like, so obviously, like, you got to be up there to be involved in this fucking... Definitely, thing. yeah. So you, To get, you, even get invited to that shit. You know, so I'm sure I feel like you so need. I feel like to not a lot of people know about him. Oh, like, really? But he's definitely like. He's hilarious, man. I think yeah. I would describe his comedy as like deadpan, kind of like he's right. like really like super still face, just like. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen him do stand up, but from his clips, like you said, his show was HBO specials. Yeah, he's like yeah. two HBO he's he's funny, man. Like I, don't, I think he's hilarious. Uh, anybody, like I said, uh, go go ahead. I was gonna say anybody else you like that yeah. you either look up to or that's like a current comic though. Like I said, he's my favorite like living comic. comedian. Okay. Uh, dead comic would be Patrice O'Neill. Oh man, dude! Yeah. If you, they, I'm sure people listening right now. Patrice if you don't know who Patrice is, man, Elephant in the Room. The, that, that's, that's a show. Would not Showtime. Uh, Comedy Central is that called? Uh, yeah, I, was it HBO? I don't fucking I know. It Maybe it was HBO. probably people. Yeah, but yeah, okay. But anyway, dude, that HBO guy. One hour stand-up. His radio. I've just heard him of clips of him on radio, man. One of the best roasters in the world. Like, just. I mean, he has his life story, but yeah. Anyway, so anybody, but living, anybody living that's a current performer. Besides, well, let me say something before we move on. Let me say from Patrice. About Patrice. You want to just like he, he, let me just give him the respect. First of all, do it. Go for it. Definitely. And he's just like honestly like an inspiration. Yeah. Changed my life really. Really. Um. How did you discover Patrice, by the way? Because a lot of people don't know. But you're a com- but so yeah. Well, obviously, uh, stand-up comedy, but stuff he's really known for is like uh, his 
Elephant in the Room special, mm-hmm. and then he did the Charlie Sheen roast. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, he like headlined the Charlie Sheen roast, and okay. then he was big on like the Opie, Opie and Anthony. That's what show. I I was just gonna say, bro. I know him from Opie and Anthony. That's yeah, all. So I don't. I've been watching like a lot of his like old video or not videos, but like it's old audio, audio, right? Audio yeah, on YouTube and mm-hmm. shit, and just. Just Which so again, dude, dude, check that, that shit you gotta, out, man. You, you if gotta you check that out. You if you if you out. think you know what funny is, man, you gotta listen to Patrice O'Neill, man, talk about roasting his friend for fucking a paraplegic. I mean, like, the guy could get away shit. with. He is just so but funny. It's not man. even. It's not just funny shit. It's just like life changing, like advice to help like young. Men. Bro, his story though. I don't even want to give it away, but his story is. If you hear his story, it's life changing. I don't know if you know. I'm sure you probably do, but like, dude, from. I don't know, he went to prison, he did prison time, I mean, he had, like, he's, yeah, he's definitely, if anybody who really cares about comedy doesn't know about him, man, definitely, I would yeah, say Yeah, yeah, I just watched his, uh, they just put out a little documentary about him on, Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I heard about that, I haven't all watched the, it. All Things Comedy, I believe. Okay. Yeah, him and Bill Burr, I would assume, get al- would get along. I don't know if they knew yeah, each they other. Yeah, were, they were homies. They were both, they were? They're both from Boston. They would so get along, I would think, perfectly. Like, it was like Bill Burr, Patrice, Kevin Hart. Oh, um, man, just killers, came dude. Up together yeah, in, bro. In New York and all that stuff. The East Coast guys, man, they're a different breed. Like, I don't know if you've done any sets. That, or I feel like that's the difference with today like there's no really like camaraderie because i would hear the stories um that all they would say like they would all support each other and just make each other better and on the east coast on, you're talking yeah, about yeah like patrice bill Berg, kevin hart and then colin quinn other, colin quinn um, i believe uh just a few others that i'm forgetting the name yeah dude but just like, legends all of them are killers dude still, norton like, jim norton jim is that norton, yeah I'm, those dudes, i mean just um, you those yeah, guys. they would they would just be supporting each other, but but nowadays, like in over here in LA, I feel like it's just so like there's that's it's LA, non-existent. Man. I mean, you that know, no camaraderie. No one's like no one gives a fuck about super competitive. You mentioned it before. The comedy scene itself is competitive, but once you narrow it down to like here Hollywood or LA or what's it called, just the entertainment business on the West Coast is just so cutthroat, man. It's like it's it's hard. It's a hard thing you know it's a hard business but you know it's it's a dream it's a dream yeah. you gotta chase it it's like a leap of faith mm-hmm. you know that you just keep falling yeah dude know? i mean I, I that's probably what the allure is part of it. i mean because for me dude like we talked about the pod like what i why i like doing the podcast and stuff and i don't know if it's the same for you but it's hard to talk for 30 minutes to an hour or whatever and be entertaining i'm sure there's that factor of like self doubt and self sabotage oh man that shit's corny or not let me not say this or not it's just you never know like you said something to me that made that like hit really like it makes sense to me if i think it's funny i just kind of base humor on what the fuck makes me laugh and if it doesn't make you laugh it's not like it pisses me off but oh okay fuck you like that's my sense of humor right you know i Cheers. Cheers, Cheers, dude. Cheers. Cheers. So, yeah, I mean, I have a sense of humor. I know shit's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like I've had experiences with people and they'd be like, oh, you don't laugh or why don't you laugh? Come on, that's funny. And I just like, but it's not that funny if it doesn't make me laugh. Yeah. I don't know if that sounds like egotistical. Or no, whatever. dude, not at all. If it, like, it maybe it might strike a different chord in your brain, not not the funny chord. You know, it might make you think. You know, like I've been to shows where it's like, hmm, he like Mark Marin. You know who that is, dude? One of the best sets I've ever seen at the comedy store, Mark Marin, and like most people would not think that's funny, but he's a performer. You know what I'm saying? Like. And the, the 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 stage in the club is where he feels he could say speak his mind, and bro, it's it's hilarious, but it's also like introspective, where it makes you think. That's not everybody's taste, you know. Like some people be like, "Fuck, I enjoy this because it's like, oh wow, I've never thought from that or seen that way." And then some people be like, "Oh my god, this idiot!" Like whatever the fuck it is. Again, he's a performer, you know. That's why I feel like I gravitated to patrice so much because it's like it's not only funny but it's just like fuck it's just like so insightful his perspective his man. perspective it's just like and honestly honestly my life changed after Once I you heard him um what's it called not stop not something light but i'm thinking blowing the light that's another is it after the the special or what no, it's just well the special and just the Opie and Anthony shit. Um, yeah, man, how he point, flows on that is point, crazy. Yeah, like, at one point he had his own radio show. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, it's called. It was called um, the Black Philip, like the Black Doctor Phil <laughs> show. Like, Black see, there's just some shit he would do. Like, yeah, it's so like all all they would do is just talk shit about girls and women and mm-hmm. how, like, oh dude that's his specialty girls, dude yeah. just misogynist as fuck <laughs> like it's but now dude he 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 was almost getting canceled back then like imagine what would have happened to him yeah, in today's day yeah, and age that's like, why I was like i feel like we're getting robbed because we, sucks, we want i want to see what it would what he would be like in 2021 you know i feel like, like it would not, not a lot of people whole, would appreciate like, it. Fans, bitches. And oh my god, shit, he would bro. have a field day with that right. kind of shit, dude. Like, oh man. I mean, I'll just go tell you this real quick, and then I'll tell you who my favorite comic is after. But this one Patrice story that I heard, man, and again about Bert. We're talking about comics, but that's okay. This is a comedy podcast. Um, Bert Kreischer used to tour with Patrice when back when like he was alive and shit, and they used to go. I guess they did a uh, tour in Europe, and uh, like Netherlands, Belgium, like these random countries and shit. And uh, this girl that Bert met at one of these clubs, comedy club, was an American chick, but she was paralyzed, and they she she he didn't know. He they went out after um, drinking, got blacked out, and Bert the whole night didn't know. Next, Next day, day, whatever, he invites her back to the green room. That's why, again, these green room stories I hear some comedians right. talk about are wild. He invites her to the green room. Patrice is back there. And uh, Bert was sober. He was like, oh, have some drinks with me before the show, and then after we'll go out again. And, you know, he's just trying to pipe probably. But whatever. She comes. Yeah. She comes, and he's talking about how her arm doesn't work, and she's, like, holding... A, her opposite arm across her body to open the door and Bert's like what the fuck like he's in her head in his head he's not processing and Patrice is like you alcoholic motherfucker you didn't know this bitch is paralyzed and and she's like in the room there like huh? like and Bert's like the fuck Patrice like and he's like 
What the fuck? You drank that much last night? You didn't know that she couldn't walk or use her arm? And then she, this girl's out back there like, uh, you didn't know, number one. And then number two, like, does that matter? Like, can I be here? But, dude, that's like the shit. Like, if Patrice ever did something... That's, that's like, like a, a, a story of a story that happened overseas, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. imagine but that happened. That, it's just the realness right there. It's like, you motherfucker, you didn't know. That's, like, that even came to, to him. That, like, you didn't know this bitch was paralyzed. Like, yeah, like, like, he's In speaking. front of her, too. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. And even like, she's like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, she's like. It struck her and like, wait, what the fuck? This guy yeah, didn't like, know the whole time because Bert was in shock. And, he, uh -huh. and like, because he, that's why Patrice said something because he was like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like. You didn't know, and then um, it was just like that's yeah. that's just one story of millions, I'm sure that of him. But and honestly, that's just inspiring, just to be honest and be honest and be that creative. Like he was, I some people wouldn't say that's creative, but like, who would be that blunt to their friend in front of like a straight? You gotta be. You should if you're a good if you're a good friend. Like even like even if you're trying to like get at girls and stuff you gotta be blunt and you gotta be real mm -hmm. you gotta be honest honest i was just gonna say that you gotta be honest know. man and bert probably like that the, the guy probably would have never addressed it that whole time if if patrice didn't say anything but that's how patrice is that's just what he, that's how he is but um, i feel like that's the beauty of it you gotta address that's it. what you got to address it you gotta exactly. make these girls feel like you know like you don't need them like they're nothing special they're just as they're people bro like they're that's just it like, like they don't want to be sweet talk. if it was a dude that walked in the door if it was a server if it was one of Bert's friends who'd been like you didn't know this guy had a limp arm and was like limping as well like what the fuck like i said paraplegic earlier but whatever the fuck that is defined as their limbs didn't work how a normal person's would have worked like my whatever man but um my favorite like living comedian right now i mean we talked about him earlier dude but like i'm gonna go off what i've seen live because i i think there are people that i think are funnier than this person possibly that i would didn't have the chance to see them do stand up you know because you know that's different i've seen them yeah so um probably be bobby man bobby lee like dude he made me cry laughing when i saw him dude at the comedy store like dude, i'm jealous i regret because I had an opportunity to see him at the Ontario Improv. Like, okay. Improvs. He works at all, like, a lot of the improvs. Yeah. Oh, that's really that close to fuck. It's, like, 15 minutes away from yeah. the house. Uh, and I could have seen him. I had a day off, too, and I, I should have bought the tickets, but this mm -hmm. was before COVID. BC. You know, BC before, COVID. before COVID. Yeah. So then... Just never had the chance after. Just, yeah, yeah, like, I, to I, I told you before, I don't know if the audience knows, but... Or listeners or viewers bobby lee is one of the f like a literal i would consider him a goat but he's so he's probably on his way up there he's just hilarious man i mean a very big I feel like he has one of the biggest podcasts in the world yeah two you know? he's part of two of them man tiger belly and bad friends like they're both each average like half a million views i don't know how many downloads it's huge man and he's he's in one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, The Dictator. I don't know if you know that movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, but he's bro. in he's honestly in a lot. He's in Harold and Kumar. His Harold role in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle is fucking yeah, hilarious. Dude. Harold and Kumar, the nerdy little Asian guy. Yeah, dude. He's done a lot of shit, man. Harold and Kumar. He's been on this other ABC show. It's escaping me right now. 
uh, Mad, Mad TV. TV. Have you heard of that, dude? Of course. Yeah, yeah dude. He was on Mad he TV. He was like Mad TV. I he carried. Key and Pill, actually. Yeah, he is. He's, he's like, like friends with them. He talks about that. that. But, but dude, he's just he's he's hilarious. He was probably I would say him, and then somebody I really want to see is Theo Vaughn. I really want to see. Excuse me. Really want to see Theo live, but I don't know, man. I haven't seen that many people because it's kind of hard man like the the big comics are like the ones you think you would want to see they're only in town every now and then you know right but and especially after covid it took a we took a year off dude i don't know but another one you may know this guy jesus trail do you know who that is sounds familiar he's really he's fucking he's really funny man i, I also saw him at the comedy store he opens for bert now bert kreischer okay say you go to the comedy store a lot. yeah man i've been to the comedy store a few times Probably five times. I've never been. I wanted to go. We gotta go together. I'm not even joking. We really need to go as soon as it opening it up. It's open now, but it's um. I think half maybe it's full, but I'm pretty sure half capacity, and you need to be fully vaccinated. You need to have proof of vaccination or negative, yeah, or negative COVID test. So it's not like anybody could walk in there. But um, yeah, it's open. But the improv. I've also been to the Bray Improv. A few times, okay, so that one's that's really close to me. So I, I like going going there. That's a cool ass club. I feel like yeah, that'd be really like a cool club. To yeah, go I started to. at the Improv. Yeah, you said the Ontario, Ontario, Ontario one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been over there. Is it like the same? Do you know? Have you been to the Brea one? I've only been to the Ontario one. So the Brea one's layout is just like a huge amphitheater kind of thing, just lined up with tables. It's just a bunch of tables like connected, literally like this, but a little bit bigger. They're all connected to each other. About 250 people, I would say, to 300 in the room, and they're all on the same same level, okay? And then the guy. So doesn't like. Nope. That's why I said amphitheater, but I wanted to say because it's a big ass room, bro. Big room. I know comics don't like the high ceiling, but it's kind of like a high ceiling, not a low ceiling. But they do good where the sound travels to the back and all that. And yeah, dude, it, it, I I the perform like I saw Joey there. Bob Saget, I saw Bob Saget there. There, it was all, it was good, dude. Their openers were great. Legendary. Yeah, exactly. I was actually in San Francisco recently. I was gonna ask you about that, man. How was that trip? Fucking that called the Pain and Lady. Oh, where he did the show. Yeah, I thought even at Full House, I was like, is that a comedy club or what? Nah, the Full House, fucking legendary, like the home where they recorded the show. Yeah, where they they live apparently. Yeah, but they did it on a set probably, but it was yeah. But I've I've was. You had a little picnic at that fucking park. And it's, it's like, like public. You could it's go to it. It's public park. Oh wow! Yeah, it's called the Painted Ladies. That's what those houses are called, and it's got the little view in the background. Have you been to SF before, before that? I have when I was like twelve, though. So. Oh, okay. did you really not remember really. it? Okay. I mean, I went to like Alcatraz and did all like the tourist oh, damn. shit. Went to okay. like Bubba Gump. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the bit, like, that's, like, right off the, yeah, okay, the port area. Yeah. I went one time about two years ago, two, three years ago, maybe, because um, I had some friends going up to San Francisco State, and, dude, it's crazy up there, man. I went around, like, it's wild. I went around Halloween, dude, and it's, like, whoo, different than here, definitely BC, before COVID? Before COVID, yeah, this was two, three years ago. A whole different vibe out there. In, like, the... The, the four or five days I was there, I saw probably three fights, like within ten feet of me. Like I don't know, that doesn't happen that often over here. Yeah, dude, they're crazy, man. Cause we went to the, we were in SF and then San Jose, and dude, it was just different people over there, man. Really different. I I always imagine what that would be like living 
in San Francisco going to like one of the colleges out there and just this it, you're there. broke as fuck i'll so, tell you that having man. to live there for four years yeah man. i imagine I mean, being broke as fuck unless you get a little fucking you need a scholarship job or whatever. oh dude i mean maybe but dude like the the rent there is wild parking wild food everything is just everything is wild out there yeah, airbnb i got was a steal you know, yeah the shit was like 40 bucks a night oh like, wow yeah, yeah no, i don't know I anything like downtown that. too so Bro, my my homies that lived there, I had two homies living in the same place, and it was uh it, it housed four people, one floor. Okay, they were paying fifteen hundred each for four people. That's like crazy, and they didn't even have a full kitchen. They didn't have a stove. They didn't have a stove, bro. They cooked on a hot plate. They'd plug in some shit and cook on a goddamn hot plate, paying fifteen hundred dollars a month as college students for a bedroom. And, and two, two they, they each had to share a bathroom, so it was like one person or bed or bathroom for two people. Better fucking, better have crushed it on Instagram. With those fucking views, dog. Those they got nothing. San Francisco views yeah, and dude. shit. Oh, you mean? Oh, dude, their view live was fucking. No. Yeah, no, no, dude. Unless you're going to Dolores Park every other day. It's really, like, what's the point of paying all that money but just to live for in school, city? man? It was for school, dude. They went there for school, and I don't think it was gonna be that much, but. Um, dude, I need to I need to crush this here. Cheers. Pull it one more time. All right, dude. Let's get into the oh one thing, and then we're gonna get into the Bumble Baddies segment, dude. Um, yeah, feels good, huh? What's one thing relate? It doesn't have to be related to comedy. It could be personal. It could be just your perspective on the world or anything. What do you think will be different after? So, so AC after COVID, when, when everything, everything is quote unquote normal, every there's no restrictions, there's no gotta do this before you do that. Everything is literally back to 2000. We'll even go farther, 2016. Okay, we'll just even th- not saying technically like literally, but I'm saying like nobody's worried about no damn that virus or whatever virus being spread. Okay. About the next little Uzi vert about to come out. We're back when P's and Q's came out. Exactly. Yes. I remember the first time hearing that song. Me too. <laughs> At the airport in Seattle. Mine was in my car smoking with the homie. He had SoundCloud, I didn't, and he was like, dude, this came out. And I was like, I remember fucking all right. the same situation when I heard, um, what's that song? Exo Tour Life. Oh, well, yeah. That was a la- later down the line, but for sure that hit different. But yeah, what are you doing, or what? I would say the only thing What do you think will be different? I'm saying one definitely ba- all the cooks and line cooks who work at restaurants <laughs> would definitely still be wearing a mask. Okay. Because I feel like that's it just makes sense, you know. Because okay. I've worked at restaurants. I've worked. Mm-hmm. I have five plus years of oh, restaurant experience. So you know how? No, you're good. So I know like so five plus years of restaurant experience. So I know who be fucking. I know who they got back there. Right? Yeah. I know, so. And, and how sanitary it needs to be. how sanitary the shit is. So I, I, honestly, I feel like if they should be, man- that's mandatory to wear a mask mm-hmm. when they're working. If, the, if you're cooking food, if you're working on people's you food. You think that'll be happening for the rest, like, like I mean, forever? 
I mean, I'm talking about like forever. Shit. I mean, how about this? For the rest of your life, what do you think while you're alive will be different than BC? I feel like hand sanitizer sales would be skyrocketed. Okay, you think that? Everyone would, because even now I have hand sanitizer in my car. And you, you never know, used to rock that shit. Never used to have hand sanitizer in my car. And Every now, girl that I've ever been with has hand sanitizer on them all the time. You got the little. It's a very. The it's the tiny keychain one. The little keychain with the keychain one with the plot. Some of. Oh, that's like if you're really like. Only the bad bitches got that one. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I was gonna say the one with like the plastic. It like sits in a plastic little thing. Like or like rubber shit. Right. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, the flakes. Yeah, those like blue flakes or yeah, red flakes or some shit. Those are the fancy bitches. Exactly. Yeah, dude. But yeah, dude. I mean, I, I've never had that shit. I was thinking the only thing after this, man, and I said this to a few homies on I'll never on an Xbox Live party, like at the beginning of this shit, when like literally you were at least for me, like they made it seem like you couldn't see anyone anyone like it was like your household and that's all so i didn't even see my bet like some of my good good homies for two months or something like that you know what i'm saying good point i feel like you see who your real friends are after all this shit because just like we might have to have a conversation about that off mic honestly but yeah dude i you definitely do so i mean because it life changed a lot for a lot of people dude and then you like you said you see who's there you see who's not there but i remember having this conversation with some friends like Dude, I feel like loans and getting money from banks or whatever, the fact that jobs, people realize how unsteady their jobs are based on something that maybe doesn't even affect them in the slightest, okay? You just talked about people making food. Yeah, that's very sanitary, whatever. People couldn't work in buildings that were on Wall Street that had nothing to do with that. It was all stock and like traders. Right. Building that had on average 5,000 people entering it per day had 300. So it's like, I think people are going to realize you don't need to do this all at once. And like maybe giving people money, they're not, they're going to be different about it. Like for a car, for a house, whatever. Like you might not be as, as secure as we think, you know? So I, and I've heard it's harder to get loans and shit from a bank. I don't know. I haven't tried, but I really think that'll affect a lot of shit, but. That's, That's too serious, serious, man, for this podcast. I'm a dumbass. No, well, that being said, I feel like uh, people are just realizing how, like, useless, like, college is. Bro. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I, I know. know. Like, high school. Like, like I work with high school kids okay. at the skate shop and shit, mm -hmm. and all their shit's online. Like, imagine if, you like, sophomore year of high school just started to become an online shit. Like, everyone. Like, you just get, like, it's summer vacation mm -hmm. every day. I say now I would be pissed, but I know high school me would love that. Right. I would be like, fuck school. I don't have to wake up for because I took zero period. Like, fuck zero. Most athletes had to. And I was like, fuck that, dude. You know? But at the same time, college for me has been shitty. Like, the past year. It was sucked dick. We never won anything. We never fucking took zero period and shit. You think that's why? We never took, we never trained that early. It was the early training that gets you the championship. Discipline. Yeah, dude. I know, bro. Okay, but dude, this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast, man. The Bumble Baddies segment. Bumble Baddies. Bumble Baddies, man. I have some pics that I sent Johnny. You have them, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we have a few baddies from the week that uh, I just thought you don't. And then and I'll say this again, but it's never meant to disrespect the baddies. It's always just to kind of admire their profile, their photos, or whatever they 
whatever they put themselves on. They're on the internet. They're on a dating app. So whatever people's opinions are going to be, they're going to be that way. So the first baddie I'm looking at is Emma. Are you looking at her? 25? Yeah, Emma's 25. She's like redhead. Entertainment at Disneyland? She works at Disneyland. Wait, okay. The University of Kentucky 2017. So she went to Kentucky to fucking get a degree in Disney or what? What's... I didn't even think like that, but it looks like it. I mean, oh, fuck, yeah. I get, well, who knows? You know, right, we just well, talked well, about the pandy. About just, me, about me. Okay, let's go to the about not me. Not looking for a relationship, not looking for fun. What, oh, first, let's cut it all on. What are you looking for? That's what I would say. Pers- oh, well, she says right here. Okay. Just looking for my freaking car keys. Have you seen them? Yikes! No, no, no. All right, and she the stars. She did the stars. She, uh, she capitalizes a king in freaking. So she's trying to like subliminal mess. But but at this point, she's like, just say what you want. Well, I don't get that. I don't. You know what that means? The e that eking part. Yeah, she said, just looking for a king. This is why I swipe left. I'm a very intellectual guy. I didn't get that. Are you serious, bro? That's what it, that's what I'm getting at for first look. This dumbass. How about get this is see this is what heats me. This is why I like this segment. Why not just have looking for a king instead of not looking for a relationship, not looking for fun? How about just look How about this? Looking for a king. Because girls don't know what they want. That, you gotta, but guys you gotta don't want to do these games. Like, at least I don't. I, well, that's I, what I'm saying, though. No guy is downloading Bumble or Tinder looking for Mrs. Right, I don't think. And that's the thing where they, I mean, they're Mrs. Queen or whatever the fuck. And then the yikes Wazowski. What the, how, how do you interpret that firsthand? It's just like, first of all, is that a Monsters, Inc.? reference yeah yeah, yeah the, the one-eyed monster dude yes, yes that's, that's what that is um that's just random like, that I means really nothing know. to me that <laughs> literally means is that it because she works at disney does that like she's like a disney dude you're thinking way more introspectively about this if this person thought that that's what they wanted to come across as like hey go divulge into where i went to school what like what i'm doing now and might like the bo- that's wild to me but Okay, thank you for recognizing that. And the well, IG. Obviously, like, yikes. If you're going to put it out in your about me section, like, yikes Wazowski, I feel like that's definitely, like, hey, I'm into Disney. Like, I fuck with Disney heavy. Like, I work at Disneyland. <laughs> she put that already. Okay, but how about this? Do you like that? A, a girl showing that much about herself? I feel like it's just, personally... Personally, I'm just not into white girls. Oh, that's what it is? Okay, I feel that. I don't like when they... when. Okay, so you see her ba- the basic... Okay, doesn't smoke ever. For, sure, sure. But when you put that you're liberal and spiritual, and then um, basically that, I feel like people are also going to judge you as well because you're sharing your political views, and then what you are like spiritually, I guess, is the way. I don't know. I just wouldn't... Okay, well, my basic info, 5'4", undergraduate degree, socially drinker, never smokes. 
never smoked. Okay, that's. I get that. Some people want to know that. Yeah, yeah. So she's. But I just get the the political thing and like religion thing. I would just not tell people that. That's just me, dude. I just wouldn't share that off top because that's like pretty personal shit. Honestly, I hope Emma finds uh, that her knight in shining armor. She's going to, dude. So yeah, bless up Emma, dude. We'll we'll go on. Let's move on. Um, we have Brooke next, right? Brooke. 24. <laughs> yeah, dude. This she's got to buy. I'll read this one about. So about Brooke. I'm a bit of a homebody. Nothing better than feeling cozy with a cup of tea and a fun movie. Three different color hearts ranging from pink, purple to blue. Fully vaccinated. If you don't care for the vaccine, please don't try to match me. My safety and the safety of others is very important to me. Initial reaction. Uh, very considerate, I guess. <laughs> considerate, okay. Body, nothing better than feeling cozy with a cup of tea in a fun movie. But the heart sounds too. like she could take dick. I don't know. That's, that's what you that's, think from that. I'm a bit of a homebody. Like I'd rather just be at home and shit. Like I don't know. I don't know. See, I, I get, get like the, not boring, but like that was basically saying Netflix and chill. She's a home, definitely kind of boring. Kind of boring, but I feel like, I don't know. It's like two white girls back to back. I'm just not. So you're not for the white But even the, if you don't care for the vaccine, please don't try to try to match. That's what I was just about to get to, man. Like, again, sharing too much. That's like a thing in uh, in this segment. I, I feel like people share way too much about themselves in their bio, man. Like. Why well, have to say first? For, if you want to say fully vaccinated to make people feel better, I get that. But then, like the the views on the vaccine can they don't need to be in your bio, man. Like that's like a first date convo. Sure, you could you could do it, but I feel like you could kind of get the vibe of the person without even saying, "Hey, how are your opinions on the vaccine?" Like I I don't think you really the first I don't know, man. But I just feel like gee, that's a turn off. Um, definitely. I mean. She's not my type. No, not mine at, e at all either, but I'm just saying that I found this very interesting. Like, I, she's, I swiped left on her, dude, for sure. But then we'll go to Ashley. Because I'm a bit of a homebody. What does that mean, a homebody? She stays home I know, but, like, but I'm going to be stuck watching what she wants to watch, giving her a fucking... Drinking tea. Giving her a fucking back massage, <laughs> and when it's my time to get a back massage, back massage she can be like oh i'm tired my arm hurts. And what about the night you want to drink whiskey or something and they say oh dude i want a hot toddy is she, if she is she supplying the puss is that's all i want to know i don't know if they is put that in the about me dude but they should though because that's that's how that's how guys think man i know but like it, we'll go we to ash on the bottom and work the way up we want to <laughs> pussy you do know. you fuck like exactly. that's it i, I downloaded bumble to, to fuck, fuck, dude. To bust a nut, not download. I'm not trying to get married. No guy is trying to get married. No, dude, especially on a dating app, man. Okay, so Ashley, who's 24, she's pretty. Moving on, moving on. Yeah, we'll move on to Ashley, dude. Uh, about her, I'm so sorry if I forgot to message you or reply. I'm hardly ever on here, and when I am, I just, I'm just here for a second and forget to reply I, and then i didn't put it on here because i don't want to plug your instagram because we're not gonna we're not gonna promote that shit no free promo but what i what i don't get about this is why even have a bumble if you're gonna say i don't use this basically she said hey i created this profile that i don't use you know what it is follow my insta you know what it is it's uh 
it's a promotional platform i feel like bitches use like hey, i'm never on here follow my instagram and they just get up their instagram followers i mean but like do you message me on instagram this when i see that i'm never i'm never feel like i i need to follow them man like i'm never like oh fuck dude ashley type that shit in like i don't know man if you're on a dating app like just be there for dating is what i think i don't know i i just bumble because girls got a message first right yeah. yeah, I'm not on Bumble. So That's why she just wants to promote herself. So, like, hey, I'm so sorry if I forget to message you or reply. I'm hardly ever on here. And then exactly, like, the that's her whole bio is about not using the app. Like, it's like fuck out of here, man. But just follow my shit, though. Yeah, I didn't. I, did, on this episode, what she's doing? She's trying to squeeze the titties together, trying to. Because she doesn't have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the the classic like oh bring my feathers in, you know. Right. Like, yeah. It's. I, I didn't even notice that. I see you that, got a couple dude. messages, though. So you got a couple <laughs> messages. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. But these aren't about that, because if I grill them, dude, and they find out, it's not going to help me. So that's not. we'll go to the Amanda, dude. Ashley, Amanda, dude, A, B, C. Okay, let me read this about me. Amanda, okay. 25. Out of four siblings. This one's wild. I'm the only straight one. Good for her. I'm a black belt in karate. For the last four years, I've worked as a hairstylist so I can cut a mean fade. However, COVID changed that. So new job, here I come. So for, I, what do you get immediately from that? Not even from the bio, just but from- loves black dick. Really? Oh, is that why she's cutting fades? Yeah, I've been fade a, a hairstylist, so I could cut a mean fade. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, hairstylist, I'm thinking fucking Fantastic Sam's or Supercuts and shit. Like, you cut in, uh, like, an eight-year-old white kid with fucking blonde hair and shit. You know, hair, that's a hairstylist. When I see I could have mean fade, that's definitely, like, I'm only looking for black dick that's all that's what i'm getting from here i i could see how you're reading that but when i see an amanda trying to be a hairstylist i think of like not cutting men's hair at all like period like i just think of like females with the fade i mean we should cut in like lesbians and shit get in the but, yeah it's amanda fucking you never know she's the straight one why would she be cutting lesbians that's what i'm saying which goes back to like the thing why the fuck share that you're the only straight one in your family does, Does that, that supposed to, to mean, encourage like, a person? Fuck my, fuck my siblings. And, and it goes back, back to what I've said before, sharing way too much about yourself. Like, like letting people know that all of your friends are gay, or I mean, all your your brothers or sisters are gay or bi. Like, that's really personal, but go for it, I guess. It's like a third date conversation. You know? Like, oh, by the way, my... Do you date like in hopes of having a girlfriend all the time? Because, dude, I would not I even no, share that. No man ever does. There you no go. No man ever does. You even said before this on you're on Bumble just to get pussy, basically. You're not on there looking for a king, as we should let our, our previous right. We're not looking. No one's looking for Mrs. Right. No one's downloading a dating app looking for Mrs. Right. Thank you, and I hope females know that. Any of them that are listening, like that, when. Guys don't go on those apps looking for a girlfriend, a wife, a fiance, none of that. 
And I wish it could go back to the day where you would see those people in person and the bitch wouldn't trip the fuck out when you approached her. Because she would, can't see you on your Instagram first or what you look like in camera or on a, on a photo. They don't want to... Just imagine living in like the 70s or the 80s. I would have so forget, much bitches. Forget so it. many bitches. Any girl you talk to will... Co- I mean... We should save that for another episode. We should do an episode just dedicated to Patrice O'Neal sometimes. Just about how, like, how, like, his, his, because, uh, bro, so many women would not be able to handle his, his theory on women and misogyny and all that. But that's not what it's a way of life, though. I feel like it's for some guys. Like I said, it changed my life to have that confidence and to have that perspective. Attitude. That kind of attitude. Yeah, man. Have that mentality. It's just yeah. like, you know, you got to be righteous. And if if you're not righteous about what the things that you do, women aren't gonna believe. They won't respect you. Is kind of what I get from his shit. Is they won't respect or appreciate you. Pretty much, all I'm gonna say is that I'm better than you. Like that's his whole. That's his whole thing. He's like, and he will ride by that too, dude. He will. You you're at my level, like no, I'm nope. better than you. Yeah, man, like, and he'll ride, and he will tell you why, why like all that shit. shit. Like, and, but, he, and I feel like that shit's real because if a girl doesn't think, like a girl's not gonna be with you if she don't think you're cool or she don't think she that you're like. Well, well we, we talked better. about that, exactly. We, we talked. I talked about. Or I I mentioned earlier punching up, whether it be in comedy or career, or whatever it is, you gotta punch up. Why would a girl punch down? If she thinks you're below her, why would she go for you? Right. That's why guys have are these like douchebags, you know, for a lot like a lot of the time because they think that works. And that's why you've heard the saying growing up since you were a child, you know, nice guys finish last. Finish last. I already knew where you were going. And it's not bullshit, you know. You've heard girls like, oh, why do girls like assholes? It's because. Assholes technically usually win. I feel it's because like. they're not us. Women are not us. They don't mm. think like us. They think mm. very differently. So that's, that's what they, they want. want. Kind of is an asshole. It's kind of like they want to be treated like who they really are. Because who they really are is they're they're not this fucking person on this pedestal. How how we put them on. Men in general. Yeah, I was gonna say men, guys. These women, like, oh my god, she's so beautiful, and she should be treated like this, and all this and that, and but in reality, it's just like she doesn't think that way. She doesn't, you know. Like she's probably you. We said, said earlier, girls like the art. They the the, ba- the baddest girls think they're ugly as fuck. Exactly, like the baddest girls. Lack their confidence. Big, they're biggest critics, and they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, really? Everyone, you, people are. You probably think people are better than me. But in reality, it's like, you're who I want to be with. But if you're self sabotaging yourself, mm-hmm. then there's really nothing I could do. Like I could give you all that validation in the world, but if you're still gonna think that way, it's like a, a block it. That's why you way, treat women like dog, dog shit, basically. Treat them like dog shit, bat, and you bag them up why, like you would that's dog why, shit. Like, bum ass dudes be getting like the baddest bitches. I mean, they again, bring I, them down. They bring them down <laughs> to make them feel like bums. These girls with they feel like bums and shit. And 
Not That's why it's like Bobby Lee. Lee. Like, we've talked about Bobby Lee like three times. He's got one of the baddest girls. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, Kalila's a baddie, dude. Like, oh, man. And he says, like, fuck you, bitch. Like, you don't talk to me like that. He's so. I mean, but that's also. Yeah, that's how he presents himself so you know what the fuck you're getting. That's basically like. I mean, not Chappelle. Patrice's whole thing. Just. This is who I am. Fuck you if you don't like it. You know, like, this is me. You gotta be. Earn my respect. Like, that's his thing. You gotta earn my respect. Like, but I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and you know some girls can't handle it, but you know we'll talk about that on the next episode. Definitely, the next time um, Johnny comes in, or next, uh, I mean, we talked about it that we'll, we'll maybe do. I mean, we got to do something just on our own, possibly. So expect that, dude. Plug anything you have left: your Instagram, um, your TikTok, whatever, dude. Next time you might be at a club. Uh, Instagram and YouTube. Uh, really the big things mm-hmm. to plug in. Johnny put, Johnnyism. Okay. J O H N N I E I S M. Sure. And then Johnny Gonzalez on YouTube. Uh, and that'll be linked in the bio as well. You can see all that. But tap in. Tap in. <laughs> there you go, dude. You know. And yeah, catch you next time. Where were some of the like clubs or mics you go to? Uh, the fourth wall. Okay. Can't even. Okay. Uh, the Mint open mic. Basically, Basically in like uh, LA, SoCal LA area. area, LA based. LA area for you sure. Know, but yeah, um, Word, man. big things coming. Big Good. things and stuff yes, in the works. So. And thank you again for coming on, man. Appreciate it, dude. We'll we'll thank do something together. Me. Definitely, Absolutely. man. And uh, I'm at vik underscore emp on Instagram, uh, TikTok at early morning pod. You know our email business at the early morning podcast dot com. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, peace.